It is draft day. On 1077, the franchise, this is your draft party here. We're not uh, doing a TV show or uh, a radio show. We're doing a party right now. We are out throwing a party here because uh, whoever the Thunder is going to pick, uh, I'm sure we'll all get behind because Sam Presti kind of knows what he's doing. Uh, but this is 1077, the franchise. This is your one place to listen to some draft coverage, some live draft coverage. Hang out with us, react. Uh, I am Matt Burton, joined with me, as always. We got Drake and Josh. Yeah. Wow. Hit the music, baby. <laughs> like Hit the we, music, like baby. Like we never left. Like oh, boys. <laughs> boys. Drake Vinito, Josh Conant. Feels so good to be back. Oh, this is awesome. We will be joined later uh, by Jerry Ramsey and Brandon Rabar. They are at Ash Cigar Lounge. When, are, when was our last meeting post game. No, probably wouldn't have been a post game. Oh, uh, yeah, it would have. It would have been a post game after a watch party. So that would That's have been true. what? That would have been the Thunder's loss to the, tim- to the Timberwolves. Timberwolves. Yes, yes. Would that have been in... Losses putting... What month was uh, that? As well. That was... Uh, that was... That was one to forget. That was one to forget. Was that April? I believe so. Early April? I believe Early so. April. Okay. I've slept a ton. I'm just saying... Slept a ton since then. It feels so surreal to be back, guys. I'm so happy to be in the same room as you two... Well, two rooms. But, <laughs> right. But, but still, it same just, area. It just feels good. And honestly, it's been it's been a super long day and just being able to sit down and look at some of the, the boards of all these all these sports networks, it feels real now. Like it's draft night, boys. Draft day, A Wiggins, I don't know the rest of the lyrics. Draft day, Johnny Manziel. Johnny Manziel. Five years later, how am I the man still? That's right. Shout, Shout out, out to Drake. Drake. Uh, pull my finger, mate, says uh, pray for a successful Selection. He didn't say pray, but he put the praying hands. The praying so I put, hand I put the nice. yeah. I put the two and two together. Uh, and then TK of America says lively question mark. Well, we will get into uh, who we want who we want here in uh, in just a second. Good evening, Brandall plays. Appreciate you guys. Uh, if you're listening right now, or if you're at home, you can always uh, watch us and listen to us on Twitch. Twitch.tv backslash the franchise live. Uh, William Davis, shout out as well. Join us, shout out to Burton and Vito and Conant as well. Uh, draft night, fellas. I have no faith in the Lakers. Uh, the <laughs> Lakers does? are at 17. They're at a weird spot where if, if a guy falls, uh, they can be uh, pretty. They can they can find their way into some talent there. Some I first just, round talent. I just can't wait because you know whoever it's going to be. It's going to be the steal of the draft, right? Oh, absolutely. Oh, the, the Lakers got Lakers. their guy. How did they fall to? How did they fall to the Lakers? Uh, but guys, I, I mean, yeah. Let's let's start off to TK of America uh, says live. We'll get into a bunch of uh, the guys here in the lottery. But I mean, I haven't talked to you guys in a while. I mean, who are we thinking? Uh, Drake, oh. I mean, I'll start off with you. Like, who would you be okay with if the Thunder? Stay at 12. We'll get into a bunch of hypotheticals later, trade right. up, trade down, yada, yada. So this question was asked to me during the morning show on Wednesday this week, and I told Eddie and Todd, this is one This is one of those. It's usually a weird year just because no one actually knows what Presti's going to do. But this is an extra weird year because there is an actual need that the Thunder have. Well, someone could argue that there is a need. You need a big guy. Um, for most of the year, Thunder played without a true big man. And um, some would argue that they didn't need one. Um, with Chet coming, why why involve a second big? 
And so um, there are two ways that the uh, the Thunder can go about this. I do actually like Lively at 12 if he is there, and the Thunder indeed are going the big route. I think Lively is a great pairing with Chet. Um, but if they are not going that way and it's just traditionally best available, I don't think the Thunder go project this year. I know yeah. it's very much... Uh, what would be the word? Koulibaly is a hot name. Koulibaly right is a hot name. I don't love the pick if he's but there. Be, but it would be projecty, right? Right. Um, Grady Dick, if you want to go that route, um, I, I'm not a big fan of where he is at defensively right now. But the Thunder need that shooting. Um, I would not. I would not be a complainer if he gets picked there. I think Casey Wallace is a good one. Kobe Bufkin, even. Um, I would have to be. I would have to need some convincing on Bufkin. I do like his game. I'm just saying. Fit-wise, um, I, I do like the guys that can score, but we have a Trey Mann. Um, and I think I'd rather give Trey Mann another year um, to cook instead of bringing in Bufkin to uh, maybe challenge that kind of role. But um, those would be my picks right now, guys. But who knows? By Like five, ten minutes from now, we may be talking about an Right. I don't know. Uh, a Taylor Hendricks falling, which I don't think is going to happen, but who knows? They yeah. may trade up. I did a, I did a podcast on OKC82 where I had Derek Parker uh, on at, from Draft Digest. And, uh, you know, he was, I, I told him, I was like, the only thing I know for sure in this yeah. draft is that Victor's going number one. Right. Like, it, it's, I was going to say, that's, what's a percent? That's 110%. Yes. Like, right? they, yeah. I think they took all the betting odds off the board because, okay. I mean, it's just such a sure thing. I saw yeah. one You're where a guy. Money. A guy bet sixty thousand dollars on Victor Why? to be the number one pick, and if he wins, he gets three hundred dollars. <laughs> That's a free three hundred bucks, right? That's a free three hundred bucks. Yeah, uh, uh, but it. most it places, sense. most places have taken that completely off the board. They're like, no, we're not gonna. Nice, we're not gonna. You know, <laughs> he's going number one. You're totally it's, it's, that. it's done. Yeah, it's done. You're totally right, though. I mean, I mean, Brandon Miller and Scoot Henderson, literally right. the number two. Keeps or three back and pick forth, are even like back and forth. Even the last like thing I looked at, it was like, oh, like Shams today was like. Like, yeah, uh, you know, Scoot Henderson is gaining serious momentum to go too. But then, like, yep. Jonathan Gavoni still has Brandon Miller going too, yeah. uh, to the Hornets. But, Josh, sorry, I, I cut you off, Jimmy, cut you off. But who are you liking in that, that 12 range? You're good. I'm with Drake. I also would like a big man. I think I think guys that I would love to fall, Jarris Walker, I think he's an amazing talent. I don't think he's falling, though. So I'm, I'm in the same boat as Drake. Lively would be nice. Um, even, even, uh, sorry, Taylor Hendricks, UCF, if he falls a little bit, Keontae George, I don't mind if they go small a little bit with a guard. Um, but yeah, I'd rather go big cause I, I think we're fine in the guard standpoint. Right. I did uh, make a, I did make a prediction, um, for who I think is actually going to jump the most up. Um, that's Jordan Hawkins and that some of that can be attributed to their championship run, but he is, um, percentage-wise, the best shooter off the move and off uh, screens uh, out of all the picks this year. So my pick is Jordan Hawkins to move the most up. Not saying the Thunder might go after him, but I'm just saying that who I think is going to move up the most from their original projection. He is... uh Probably the best shooter in the draft. Like him, him and Grady Dick, I think are pretty high up there for best shooters in the draft. Um, as far as like moving without the ball, Jordan Hawkins is is awesome uh, at that. He's probably the best uh, best guard in the league uh, or in the uh, draft at, at doing that right now. I like Jordan Hawkins too. Yeah. I hate putting like the oh the pick is in by the way for San Antonio. We're on the clock and the pick is in now. I wonder uh, <laughs> wonder who this is going to be. Scoop. Um, but Jordan Hawkins is a guy that I like, but I hate having to put an asterisk because he's definitely an asterisk guy where right. it's the right fit. He yeah. needs the right fit and he needs the right role. Uh, like I'm looking at well. 
I mean, we, we can talk, we're going to talk a bunch, but because there's been a bunch of trades in the NBA as well that we'll get into, but uh, the role of Jordan Poole with the, the Warriors, like before he got traded, obviously, right. where it's like, hey, coming off the bench and shoot. Yeah. Like, hey. shoot and, run, and that's your job. Yeah. That is your job. You're going to shoot 15 times, you're going to play 20, 25 minutes, but you're going to shoot it basically every minute that you're in. Like, yep. I think if he gets in that situation and he doesn't have too much put on his plate early on, I definitely am a believer. And uh, and Jordan Hawkins. Speaking, yeah, speaking of the breaking news, Jordan pulled to the to the Wizards and Chris Paul, Chris to, Paul the Warriors. to the Warriors. I listen. I'm a Chris Paul believer. I I'm going to need convincing, um, just because I think Chris Paul thrives the best in a half court style of offense. He's a he's one of the greatest point guards to ever play the game. But I'm intrigued to see how Chris Paul fits in a uber fast transitional transitional uh, Golden State Warrior team. So I'm not saying it's a it's a weird fit. I'll say that. I, I need some convincing on it first. Yeah. You know, I got you. Um, the pick is in, by the way. I don't know what's taking so long. Uh, you know, Adam Silver. Uh, I don't know if he's got a limp this year or what, but uh, he, is, he is slowly uh -oh, making uh -oh. his way up Is something there, happening? Sure. Is there a last-minute Is there a last right. minute trade happening Dude. for the number one pick? Matt, being no, a dookie and a, thunder, and a thunder coverer, I will say, not yeah. a fan. Derek we, Lively, anything better than that for the Thunder? <laughs> yeah, I, I think there are better options there. Okay. I will say, like, I do like Derek Lively a lot, especially defensively. Like, and, defensively, he's he from? awful. He's from Duke, right? Okay. So <laughs> I'm trying to be as non-biased as I can. I'm trying. I'm trying not to be as as biased as I can. But but you did watch him a lot at Duke. You know what I mean? Right. So, like, and, you, but you that's the thing. Like, he was not asked to do really anything offensively. Yeah. Like they had Kyle Filipowski, who's back at Duke, didn't come out. He was a projected first rounder, came back to Duke. Um, they had Jeremy Roach, Tyrese Proctor, all those guys are going back to Duke. Like, and, and he, he, him, and Derek Whitehead. Derek Whitehead will probably go late in the first round, um, but that's mainly due to injury. But if Derek Lively was healthy, he'd probably be somewhere in the lottery or in top twenty. Um, but as far as Derek Lively, man, it, he is so versatile defensively, and dude, the, just the the vision in my mind of him and Chet Holmgren playing defense together. Yeah. And protecting the rim together. Good luck. Like, yeah, I mean, that's just that's awesome defensively. I don't, I don't think I believe in the workouts that I saw with Derek Lively hitting like seventeen threes in a yeah. row, right? Like From that's the corner. Like that's like if you go to any gym, right, and you're with a guy that's going to be in the NBA or even like a Division One player, like they're going to hit, they're going to hit those shots, like yeah. with no defense, anything. They got a rebounder for him, like they're going to hit those shots. So I'm not sure I'm like. I didn't really buy into those. I know it went crazy uh, on Twitter and, you know, YouTube. All these said, oh, look at Derek Lively. Yeah. He's making 17 threes in a row. Like, I don't know how well that translates I, I just will, watching him at Duke. Yeah, I will say this, though. At 7'1", he definitely does not look awkward, like, mm -mm. for a 7'1 guy. He's very, like, a sneaky, like, um, uh, what am I saying, position. Um, he's able to uh, switch off multiple yeah. positions. Like, he can guard multiple positions. So, um, do not be fooled by appearances. Do not judge books by their covers. Um, he is a sneaky, sneaky good defender outside of the paint. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking, like, I mean, definitely different offensively. Uh, but defensively, like, the versatility of, like, a Jaron Jackson Jr., where yep. you can comfortably switch. Uh, on to anyone. Oh, here's the pick. Oh. First pick. Adam Silver has limped his way uh, to the podium <laughs> finally. Uh, the number one pick, San Antonio Spurs. Select Victor Wimanyama. Wow. Wow. Oh, man, that's crazy. We, we, 
months for this. That's crazy. <laughs> can, we, can I have a small request? Can we can we do the ding? Like the... Can we find that yeah, somewhere? Yeah, let me find it. Let me okay, we can do that. Yeah, we can make thank that you. little audio drop for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Victor Wimbyama, the 7'5", in hand quotes, because apparently I've heard that he's taller than 7'5", but he doesn't want to... He's wanna... tall as ass. <laughs> yeah, he is... I think if, if you get over 7 feet tall, it's just, you're just... Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're tall. freakishly tall. You're freakishly tall. Um, but Best. yeah, Victor Wimbyama, not... Uh, I mean, no surprises yet, so... And he's French. I nailed so, it, guys. Uh... I told you the one thing I was going to get right... <laughs> we're one of one, Victor, we're Yeah, one we're one. one for one. 100% so far. Uh, here in the draft. Off to a very hot start. TK of America says easy... 300 bucks yes that's right uh, <laughs> that's right you had to sweat being like uh, i hope this check goes through for sixty thousand dollars but i'm getting 300 either way it's so uh, easy crazy. money i know that he i know that he played in the the lmb but averaging three blocks anywhere professionally is absolutely stupid i mean yeah. he, he has a he has a real feel for the game um average 21 points uh three blocks 10.4 rebounds um he is a he is a good shooter if there is one thing that he can work on it is better off the bounce dribbling or off the bounce shooting um off screen stuff like that um he is his numbers seven five his numbers right his numbers his numbers are deceiving but if he can if he can improve his shooting um he is well on his way to uh to becoming the best in this draft class i know he hasn't played an nba minute but best first round picks into lebron james yeah, LeBron James. Cool. Uh, I mean, it's pretty simple. Everyone says it. I've said it one million times. I'll say it a million and one. If you are playing NBA 2K and you create a my player, you're making a seven foot six guy that can shoot it and handle the basketball. That's what Victor Wembanyama is. Like it's it's that insane. Um, so obviously, uh, it's going to be a game changer for San Antonio. Eight foot wingspan. Shout out to them. San Antonio also, yeah, eight foot wingspan. Good luck. Uh, Good luck getting to the basket. Um, I will say that San Antonio is very interesting because obviously with just Victor, they're going to be on national TV a ton. Like they got the number one pick. They were tanking. They're not, I don't think they're a great team, obviously just with this one pick, Uh, but they're going to be on national TV a ton. They also have fifty million in cap space. Yep. Too. So if they want to throw a big bag at somebody, yep. Damian uh, Lillard. No, <laughs> he's not. He's not a free agent. Uh, it, like a free agent. Like if they wanted to try, uh, call up Chris Middleton or like you know somebody, anyone, yeah. right? I'm I'm just naming off names. Like they can do that. So they are very interesting in that respect. Um, and they already got a big man in Zach Collins that is also a pretty great underrated rim protector as well. So adding Victor down there is just. Two towers. Yeah, man. Zach Collins. Jeremy, so- Jeremy Sohan. Zach Collins is going to come defender. off the bench. <laughs> Zach Collins will come off the bench. Jeremy Sohan is a really good defender. Like They they are, like, defensively, they are going to be very, very fun to watch. They also have Keldon Johnson, who I like yeah. a lot, uh, from Kentucky. Devin Vassell. Devin Vassell. Just so, kinda, like, they're, they're just interesting, right? They're, they're right. young. They're it, insanely young. you just young. don't know what they are going to end up doing with those guys. Like, we don't know if the Spurs love, like, if they see Keldon Johnson and Devin Vassell as those guys that are, are going to be the spearheaded dudes that lead them into the new era of the Spurs. But I will tell you this, though, probably adds a couple bit more years on the pop ticker. Right. <laughs> Getting Victor. Oh, no, yeah, absolutely. I had heard that they were uh, about to sign him to a three-year contract, uh, sign pop to that. So shout out to him. Um, guys, I made the mistake. I'm not going to make this mistake again because I have what Shams happened? and Woj tweet notifications on. I... I might have already seen the second pick. So I'm going to oh, go here. I called it. I'm going I called to go it. here. 
there. I oh called it. I'm, going, well, I'm not going to spoil anything. I was about to ask if we can go two of two. How far can we I'm go? I'm about with to get. Picks? I'm about to turn off their tweet notifications good, really good, quickly. Good. Uh, Shams is the only one that I'm scared of because Woj. They specifically yeah. asked to like, hey, wait, you're. We're showing this. Well, Woj said he wasn't going to do it right, because of right. all of the coverage and stuff. Exactly. So Woj, uh, Shams is the only one I'm going to turn tweet notifications off for. Uh, but yeah, the pick is in for Charlotte at number two. And ready for uh, the Portland Trailblazers to get maybe as many calls as possible um, in this five minutes. I hope they have where they can make phones. a pick. This yeah. is great. This is a great insight here from Jonathan Gavoni. Victor Wimbignon. Oh, it never it went away. It, it went, went away. away. Oh. I think we are joined now by Jerry Ramsey and Brandon Rabar at Ash Cigar Lounge. Fellas, how are we doing? Are you kidding me? Oh, nothing could have gone smoother than what happened here. So good. Uh, you got to love technology. But you know what? I'm sure you guys carried the, the load, and that's why whenever uh, I single-handedly put this together, uh, my team, kind of like McGruber did, I said, I want those guys in studio, and I want Brandon Rabar by my side. And that's exactly what we got. Brandon, um, Right here by my side, here at Ash Cigar Lounge. Get out here. Yeah, it's going to be crowded, but you can make your way through here somehow. Get some elbow room. It's going to be fantastic. I'll give you the address in just a second. But, guys, if you don't mind, shocking number one pick. Yeah. Uh, the <laughs> Absolute the Frenchman. Yeah I, yeah. I mean, are are you one for one? Did you have that one on your on your board, Jerry? Out of all the people in the world, you know I'm a contrarian, so no, I didn't have him. <laughs> uh but, uh, yeah, everybody else seemed to. And, uh, Brandon, uh, I saw that it says elite shot blocker. Yeah, in France. Is it going to translate? Yeah. I mean, the, the, <laughs> the, dude, the dude has like a 20-foot wingspan. He's ridiculous. He's, he's 7'4". He, he's got a he's got like an eight foot wingspan. He's gonna block shots. Oh, okay. There's no doubt. I mean, there's come on. I mean, we saw last year Walker Kessler as a rookie, yeah. uh, one of the best shot blockers in the NBA. We saw Rudy Gobert also from France and Long. Rudy Gobert looks tiny. Well, maybe not tiny, but he looks small next to Victor Wembanyama. And when Rudy Gobert, uh, one of the best shot blockers in the NBA, yeah, Victor's. Victor's going to block some shots. Okay, guys, go ahead. Tear him apart if you don't agree with what he's saying. Yeah, I mean, seriously, <laughs> seriously, Brandon, I'm, I'm starting to be concerned with you here. Um, no, I, I just, I, listen, he's, he is absolutely unreal. He's a 2K player in real life. Uh, and, you know, shout out to the Spurs, man. The Spurs are going to get, what, 20, 30 nationally televised games just for, by this one draft pick uh, next year. I mean, it's going to be awesome. Guys, the, oh, the pick go. is in. Here we go. Adam Silver. Is up. Thank you, Josh. Oh, that's lovely. I love that. The pick is in for the Charlotte Hornets. Adam Silver selects Brandon Miller. There it is. Ford out of Alabama. Guys, we need to take a very quick break. Uh, we'll get back to Jerry and Brandon on the other side uh, to kind of break down this pick. Welcome back. 1077 The Franchise. Your NBA draft coverage here. Matt Burton, Jake Vinito, Josh Conant, and Chloe Young in studio. We got Jerry Ramsey and Brandon Rabar out on location. Guys, if you're there with us, uh, where are we at tonight? Okay, I like I didn't get the address out. It's so important. Listen, if you're uh, it's driving, okay. I got it if you want. Yeah. 
No, 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 no. I got it right here. But I'm just telling people, don't text while you're driving. Pull over to the side. Just know that it is at, ready? Put this in your little Googles, okay? If you're old like me, this is something you got to do. 712 North Broadway Avenue. Uh, that's right here in Oklahoma City, just off of Broadway, Ash Cigar Lounge. And Drake, are you? Are you you're, you're there, right? I'm here. I'm just here to make sure uh, you're not smoking stogies uh, during the show. I'm 100% going to smoke a stogie, but don't worry about it. And Morgan, who, and you said, what'd you say? You guys skipped rope. You're across the street from him. You guys played together on the uh, monkey bars. She asked, seriously, I'm used to people saying, hey, TV's Jerry, you're so whatever. Neither one of these ladies knew who I was. Drake Vitito comes up, though, losing their minds. So, <laughs> the pick is in. Morgan wants to say, hello, Morgan. wants to say hi. Long time no see. Okay. Long time, long time neighbor. Oh, here we go. Here we go. The Portland Trailblazers select Scoot Henderson of the G League Ignite. Uh, uh, Brandon, if you're there, is this draft pick for the Blazers or is it for somebody else? Brandon Scoot. If Brandon Rupar is here with us. He's shocked. He can't believe it happened. The jaw's on the floor. I, I think the Blazers would be crazy to give up Scoot Henderson. They were just gifted a dude that would go number one in a lot of drafts at the number three spot. Um, and this is a team that tried to make the playoffs last year for most of the season. Um, they legitimately had Damian Lillard, Jeremy Grant, Nurkic, Anthony Simons already on their team trying to make the playoffs. And they just got gifted Scoot. No, you you gotta you gotta keep him. Uh, I, I know there's been a lot of rumors about you know like the Pelicans trying to trade with them and and other teams trying to move up and trade with them. If Scoot was going to be there, uh, but there has been no rumors, no whispers over the last several minutes. I, I think they're keeping Scoot, which is the smart play. I think that's incredibly smart. Yeah, I think he's. I think Scoot Henderson, despite like I think he's listed like six two something like that. I think he's uh, almost fit proof. Like uh, he's that explosive. Uh, of a guard, man. That is just, that's, Unlimited shout out motor. to the Hornets. Shout out to the Hornets. Uh, Brandon, what are the Hornets doing, actually? I mean, I, I know Brandon Miller is a good player. Like, he is, <laughs> he is in the top three. Like, I just, I don't get just punting on Scoot Henderson, though. I thought for sure once Brandon Miller said that Paul George was his goat right. and Michael Jordan wasn't his goat, <laughs> that MJ was going to take that personally. And there was no way that he was going to draft Brandon Miller. I mean, everything. I mean, Scoot, by and large, like every single draft analyst, scout, everybody for every for twenty nine teams in the league um, prefer Scoot Henderson over Brandon Miller. The the one team that doesn't is apparently uh, the Charlotte Hornets because of Lamelo Ball. I mean, imagine not right. choosing the the better player. To build around Lamelo, and Lamelo is great, uh, but he and Scoot could absolutely coexist. They would have the best, you know, backcourt in the Eastern Conference over the next decade if the, if they played this right. Brandon Miller is solid. He's he's obviously a very good player, but but by and large, you know, Scoot feels like the better prospect here. Absolutely, Brandon. While we got you here, um, and you're kind of contractually obligated to answer this since we, you know, have you here and everything. Um, Brandon, <laughs> we haven't really got. We already all said our kind of our thoughts at, around the Thunder at twelve, and I guess Jerry, I can get your opinion too. But uh, Brandon, I would like yours first. Uh, what are, I mean, what are you feeling uh, at twelve for the Thunder if they stay there? If they stay there, it feels like Bilal Kulabali 
or Kobe Bufkin. Now, it feels like because, you know, the Thunder have been incredibly tight-lipped. They always are. But, you know, in past drafts, there would be some whispers and rumors. This year, there really hasn't been anything other than knowing that Sam Presti flew to, you know, Monaco to watch Bilal Koulibaly play um, and people speculating that Koulibaly is the type of player that the Thunder select, which is true, uh, and that Kobe Bufkin, I, I don't know where the speculation is coming from, but he and Derek Lively have both been kind of connected to the Thunder. So those three names have been the three names tossed around. Uh, my dark horse would be Kaysen Wallace from Kentucky. I like him a lot. He's been falling in a lot of uh, mocks. If he was there at 12, even though he's a guard, uh, may not be able to pass up on that talent. So those names were the ones I'd look for if, if the Thunder stay at 12. Uh, Brandon, is that because we kind of talked about it? I mean, I'd be okay with Koulibaly, obviously, because Sam Presti knows way more than me about uh, any of this. So about every single aspect of this. But uh, is that one too many projects? Like, on, like, because I, I feel like Koulibaly is kind of in that project uh, range, especially with his with his jump shot. Like, you got Usman Jang, you got Poku for however long now. Like, I don't. Is that just one too many projects on on the team? Yeah, you know, they're in a weird spot because they're at a level now. You saw they made the play-in. Uh, they were one game away from making the playoffs. They're getting Chet Holmgren back. So on one hand, you could say, hey, you know, they're close. Get a player that can help right now uh, rather than a project because they're ready to, to compete. On the other hand, you could say, well, they're adding Chet Holmgren to the mix and Usman Jang and Poker are going to be another year along as far as their development goes so you could afford to take a high upside high ceiling swing and a guy like Koulibaly so I see both sides I do think that Presti has uh, earned the benefit of the doubt when you look at his history in the draft especially when he's drafting in the lottery here um, I, it, it's a lot of projects though I will say that it would be three definite young raw projects uh, there is a lot to like about Koulibaly though all right Jerry who's your pick for the Thunder at 12 if they stay there well First and, first and foremost, I'm just going to say the same as Brandon. Uh, <laughs> smart, smart move. How, how hard was that? If I'm the fifth of five, then I'll just say uh, ditto, right? I'm just going to copy off his work. Okay, well, what, do you, uh, what, what do I you, am going to do... Go ahead, go ahead. Wait, who, do go they ahead. Get it, who do the Pistons get at five? That's the better question. Oh, there you go. And well, it's not Brandon Miller, so no. that sticks. Uh I don't know. Like, obviously, a guy who loves 80s music, I'd, I'd love one of the Thompson twins. <laughs> you know what's funny? Your Pistons are going to get a guy at number five in the draft who isn't even the best player in his own family. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. That's rough. That's tough. That is, uh, that is tough. <laughs> That is tough. Love, what is that? See, now, like that? now I'm mad. Yeah, uh, you would love Whitmore. Uh, I mean, Jairus Walker, they already got one of those in beef stew. Uh, so I don't know if they really need him. So, I mean, it, it's, it, it really is uh, interesting what's going to happen at five because I, I was hoping that maybe these top four muffed it up and Miller would fall. But here we are uh, at that. But I do think it's gonna, he's going to get one of the Thompson twins. So, Troy Weaver. And if he doesn't like who he's going to get, I'd start sniffing around because that brother-in-law with Sam Presti uh, happening might happen because I think they're big fans of Grady Dick. So if there's a chance that they can get Grady Dick at 12 and go ahead and give Sam uh, the pick he wants at 5, we'll see. 
Good call on Grady Dick. Right. That's one name that definitely is possible there at 12 that I didn't mention. Looks but, like uh, Adam Silver is either calling his alien brethren or he's about to make another pick. So do you have it, uh, Bertie, or do you want it's me to not up it? yet. Not up yet. He is walking out right now. Josh, hit I the music. It. I have Ash Cigar Lounge is ahead of the franchise. Yeah, it is ahead. Well, because we're here. The broadcast goes. I've been well, trying not to. Don't ruin it. The Houston Rockets select <laughs> Avid Thompson of the Overtime Shocker. Elite. Um, guys, we'll, we'll do like quick reactions to this. Brandon, I'll, I'll just get your thoughts on it real quick. And then we got to hit a break. And on the other side, we'll connect with uh, Jacob Niffin from the, uh, the Uncontested right. podcast. Get his thoughts uh, on all the thunder. So, Brandon, uh, Avid Thompson here going to the Houston Rockets. One, how do you like the fit? And two, uh, I mean, is the overtime, like, what is the overtime elite? Like, just for everybody. <laughs> the overtime elite is, is basically a high school league. It's, it's some of the best high school players in the world. But here's the thing with the Thompson Twins. They dominated that league, but at the same time, most of those kids are like 16 and 17 years old. These, uh, these guys were 20. I mean, they were playing as 20-year-olds. Yeah. That said, their athleticism is off the charts. It's ridiculous. Incredibly high upsides. I do think that the fit with the Rockets is a really, really good fit. They needed a distributor. They needed a point guard. Like Jalen Green and Jabari Smith Jr., they, they just kind of been running around. And Kevin Porter Jr. has been kind of masquerading as a point guard. That shouldn't be his role. With the men, they'll have a true distributor and an elite defender right off the bat. His shot, though... I saw it described somewhere as it looks like he's shooting a half-court heave every time he shoots a three. <laughs> and I kind of get that on my head. Every time I see him shoot, that is what it looks like. So if the shot comes along, he could be really, really special. But but he's a good player. Guys, before we get out of here, tell everyone where you are at and uh, watching the draft party I tonight. I am at Ash Cigar Lounge, a 712 North Broadway, the 712, like normal people talk. Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Guys, get out here. Happy hour from uh, open till 6 p.m. They got a $4 off seasonal cocktails and beers, five off of standard well drinks. They're open 12 to 12. I mean, you're talking from noon to midnight. You can do a lot of damage. They are closed on Sundays. Uh, Star Wars themed cocktails. I'm about to tweet out one of their cocktails that they had up here. Pretty cool. Uh, you can get out. Listen, and, and you put in real big letters, Bartender Morgan and General Manager Summer. So you want people to know, hey, shout out Summer. Make sure that you, and, and shout out Morgan. And, of course, Morgan, close personal friends with Drake. But get your butts out here. You're not doing anything. Get out of your mother's basement. She's tired of uh, you hanging out there. She's going to clean up after you. 712 North Broadway Avenue right here in Oklahoma City. Perfect. Gone out there to Ash Cigar Lounge. Hang out with Jerry and Brandon. Watch the NBA draft out there. On the other side, we'll be joined by Jacob Niffin of the Uncontested Podcast. Welcome back. 1077 The Franchise. This is your draft coverage right here on The Franchise. We had a pick, by the way, Josh. Jerry's Detroit Pistons select the other Thompson twin. The other Czar Thompson. Uh, Jerry, quick reactions. Brandon's picking on me the entire time <laughs> this is happening. What did you say? He's not even the best player in? Born on his own birthday. Like, is that exactly? <laughs> 
Oh, man. He's, he's his mom's second best basketball player. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> That's, That's just, rough. That's that just rough. mean. That's just mean. Uh, our first favorite basketball player. What? Oh, over? Sir? Like, did you guys just go over who A-Man Thompson does? So basically, don't you just go, and this one too. When when they're playing when they're playing pickup in their dry in the Thompson's driveway, he, he's not the first overall pick. <laughs> well, see, he looks better shooting it though. He looks better Sad. shooting it than than uh, Amin does. I will say that it doesn't look great, but uh, it looks a he, little he bit better. A much, he, yeah, absolutely. He, he is a much much better shooter than than Amin. Now the bar isn't very high right. as far yeah. as a, uh, a men's shooting goes, but he is, but he is a better shooter. Absolutely, we have just a, a, they're both incredible athletes. We have uh, we have waited long enough. We have kept our guest waiting long enough. Joining us now uh, from the uncontested podcast, it is the one, the only Jacob Niffin. Jacob, how are we doing tonight? Are we feeling good about draft night? It's the best night of the year. Of course, we're feeling good about draft night. That is awesome, man. Awesome to hear. Uh, everyone go listen to the Uncontested Man. You guys kill it over there. And uh, thanks for all the all the runs, you know, all the runs that we have uh, at the Hoops House, That's all that right. stuff. Jacob Niffin, uh, a regular at the runs there. Certified uh, Hooper. Certified Hooper, no doubt. Jacob, how are we feeling uh, about the Thunder tonight specifically? We've all kind of given our, all of our spiels, right, about who the Thunder will take if they stick at twelve, I mean, is there anyone there that you are you would be like over the moon with if if uh, they drafted him at twelve? I don't know about over the moon. There's a lot of guys that I think fit. I'm sure you all have touched on them numerous times already tonight. You've got your Kobe Buskins. A lot of Thunder fans are now really high on the uh, other Frenchman, the Frenchman two of three in this draft, Malal Koulibaly. Uh, you've got guys like Leonard Miller, Kaysen Wallace. I think any of those would be fine. Bilal Koulibaly, the the 18-year-old out of France, still a little raw. And so I I don't know how much time he would actually get with the Thunder next year, considering he's still got a lot of development to go. But we know Sam Presti is not afraid to take players like that. Apparently he was over in France just a couple of weeks ago watching this kid play. You know Presti's had his eyes on these guys a lot longer than just a couple of weeks. He probably knew Bilal Koulibaly when he was six years old. But I, I don't know if there's somebody that I'd be over the moon for at 12, but a guy like Kobe Bufkin or Casey Wallace makes a lot of sense to me. I love it, Jacob. Now, the opposite end. The opposite end. Is there anyone there at 12 that you would, you would be like, I know we, we all kind of trust uh, Sam Presti at this point. He's, he's proven to be pretty good at this, but is there anyone that you personally would be uh, a little bit turned off by? Uh, I just mentioned his name, Bilal Koulibaly. I, I don't know if I'd be turned off by that, but I would just, I could see the vision. It's just not an exciting pick because it's going to take a while. And then maybe a, uh, one of these, you know, smaller gunning combo guards. You've got Nick Smith Jr. out of Arkansas who had a really tough college season. You've got Keontae George out of Baylor. Um, neither of those really make a lot of sense to me. And if those were the picks, I would leave my head, or I would leave with scratching my head. And the last one, uh, Derek Lively Jr., really good player uh, with actually like a really sad backstory. Um, his mom is actually in attendance to watch him walk the stage tonight whenever he gets drafted. He didn't think she would be alive because she is just now in remission from breast cancer. Really good story. I just don't know if the fit is right, um, bringing in a traditional center when you haven't watched Chet Holmgren play a single NBA basketball game yet. Okay, Jacob. What's more likely to happen, 
Thunder picking at 12, Thunder moving up, or Thunder moving back, and why? Most likely of 12. Uh, it's just it's hard to make trades in the NBA, albeit you've seen some crazy ones in the past, what, 20 hours. Uh, it, it is difficult to make trades in the NBA. It takes two to tango. The most likely scenario is they stay at 12. I think after that, the second most likely is move up, uh, then moving back, and I just I don't see a world in which they move out of the draft at all. Right. Jacob, we had a pick. Hit the music. We had a pick. This is a very popular name and one that I said this morning uh, that I wouldn't be surprised if he moved up even further than he was already moving up. Anthony Black out of Arkansas gets drafted number six to the Orlando Magic. I know a lot of Thunder fans were wanting uh, the Thunder to trade up to try to get Anthony Black. Uh, that is no longer an option. No longer an option. Shout out to uh, the Orlando Magic. I kind of like what they're doing uh, over there. Um, I know there's not a, a ton of, like, uh, uh, we haven't really talked a lot, Jacob, about, you know, uh, potentially moving uh, for a player right now or anything like that. Do you think anything like that would be possible for the Thunder or would make any sense, right? If they, you know, they have a bunch of cap space, they can bring somebody in like that. Do you think that that would be on the table or is it just, hey, staying at 12, making a pick and, and going on about our business? I think most likely is saying that to him. Now, if you're talking about like maybe using future draft capital uh, or maybe some young players that aren't Shea, Josh, J-Dub, or Chet to move up in this draft, there's still some guys left on the board. Uh, my personal favorite, the guy I just think fits like a glove with OKC, is Houston's Jairus Walker. If they could get up to wherever Jairus is going to go, which might be this next pick at seven, and I'm going to be a little heartbroken when it happens. He's just uh, the perfect fit, I feel like, for the Thunder. So trading up for a guy like him or like a Taylor Hendricks, I think would be like a perfect play finisher for this team. But besides that, moving deeper into the summer into free agency, I just I don't see the Thunder really being active in free agency. They never have been. Their biggest free agent signing, uh, probably Nerland's Noel. I think they like the young team they have, and they just want to continue growing it organically. Uh, so I don't see any major roster changes besides what is going to happen tonight. All right, Jacob, give me your hot take for the first 30 does not have to be Thunder-related. Who's moving up the most in this draft, in your opinion? Ooh, the first 30, so the first round. Um, let's go the other Santa Clara boy, Brandon Podzimski. Okay. Uh, I think he ends up hearing his name in the teams. All right. I like that. I love it. About 6'4", six, 6'5", six, kind of combo guard. Absolutely lit up the combine, man. That's a that's a very good pick. And, uh, you know, I had Derek Parker on, our friend Derek, and uh, I'm so glad that he kind of had that same answer to the question I asked him because I had no idea how to pronounce that guy's name. So uh, <laughs> Derek did a fantastic job uh, pronouncing his name. A uh, guy you kind of mentioned just a little bit, Jacob, uh, but was very, very popular, especially – uh, among the Thunder fans, uh, are you a Leonard Miller truther? I like some of what Leonard Miller has. Best player on that Ignite team for the G League that had Scoot Henderson on it. He, I feel like he checks a lot of Thunder boxes. He's big. Uh, he picks up on things quickly. Former point guard can take the ball off the rim and push it. Uh, very lanky kind of kid. Was being mocked higher, uh, has slid down in like the past three to four weeks. So it looks like he's probably going to go more like in the early 20s now. But there's some interesting tools there. And if the shot comes along, he's a really good finisher. 
Uh, he's a high energy, good motor. He's got that dog in him. Like he's going to be an interesting guy for whoever picks him up. I think he actually, with the way the Thunder develop young guys and just kind of put them in this incubator and, and take their time with them, he would make some sense in Oklahoma City. I just wonder if you brought in him, plus you already have Usman Jang, plus um, Alexei Pokashevsky, Jeremiah Robinson Earl, Jalen Williams, Jay Will. You have so many of those guys already. I would wonder if he would get the opportunity to develop with the Thunder, uh, considering just the backlog of these big, lanky guys they already have. Well, uh, Derek, I hate to spoil this, uh, but the pick the pick is in for the Indiana Pacers at 7. Uh, one guy the Thunder will not be drafting is Bilal Koulibaly because Bilal Koulibaly just wow. went number seven overall wow. to the Indiana <laughs> Pacers. Your quick reactions, uh, Jacob. Wow. <laughs> I guess there's your big jump, Jacob. <laughs> there's... Holy smoke. Yeah, Good we had that kid. Right. We had heard some smoke, right, that Utah liked him at nine and maybe even Washington at eight, but nothing uh, about the Pacers at seven. That is. Can, can I jump in real yeah, quick? Please do. Uh, real quick, the uh, reports are out that uh, they made this pick for Washington. So not only did they pick him here, but uh, it is out. You can go look at Daniel Bell uh, on Twitter. Obviously, Shams is a guy that you can trust, but it looks like Indiana is picking this for Washington. Go about your business. Oh, oh thank you very much. Thank you very much. Yes, we do see that now. Do Indiana that now. is selecting Jarris Walker at number eight via the Wizards in the seven for eight flip. Okay. All right. There it is. Jairus Walker going to be a pacer and Blau Koulibaly going to be a wizard. Shout out to uh, Will Dawkins there. Obviously, former Thunder uh, guy up there dealing with that S show in uh, Washington. Uh, <laughs> Jacob, before we let you go, uh, how excited are you to uh, watch Chet Holmgren with this Thunder team, man? Oh, incredibly excited. Um, I got to go out to Vegas and watch him play in Summer League last year. Uh, got the taste, got the tease. And then got robbed of that for the regular season. Uh, incredibly excited. Uh, I know Victor Wembanyama recently said, don't believe the rumors. I am playing in Summer League. I think that first weekend out there in Vegas, we're going to get a Spurs-Thunder Chet versus Wemby round two matchup. Uh, the uncontested guys were all flying out to Vegas for that first weekend. So I hope Chet plays Summer League. But then get me to the regular season. I am so excited to watch he and Victor and this kind of new wave skinny man takeover of the NBA. I am too. I am too, Jacob. Okay, before before you go, give me one metal song to listen to on my way home from the from the show tonight. Oh man, the new Knocked Loose. Oh, okay. All right. So good. I've already so listened good. to it, but it's so good. I'll listen to it again. Thank you, sir. We appreciate you, Jacob. Hey, I appreciate you, you, man. Hey, before you go, tell tell everyone where they can uh, follow you and find all your great work. So I'm on Twitter at Jacob Niffin. Uh, you can find the podcast at the underscore uncontested. We're on YouTube. We're on everywhere you would get a podcast from. Uh, so if you are into the Thunder, you want some breakdown of this draft after the night is over, uh, I would encourage you to go check out the podcast. I think we're some pretty fun dudes. Jacob, appreciate it, man. And certified hoopers over there at the uncontested right. as well. Jacob, appreciate you, man. Have a good night. See you, Jacob. You guys have a good one. Thank you. Jacob Niffin, the uncontested, the one and only. Man, this is Koulibaly. insane. Koulibaly 7 making the pick for Washington there. That first, um, the first big jump. That is, uh, yes, a very, very big jump. Yeah, I mean, I, we had heard uh, some of the you know rumblings that maybe the Wizards and the Jazz um, kind of liked Koulibaly there at the 8-9 range. And, man, that is... Uh, 
that I, I thought that was just going to be a little bit of smoke, right? <laughs> that was a big uh, smoke screen. But Brandon, if we still got you there, uh, how shocked are you right now? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, Brandon, if <laughs> how shocked are you right now with Bilal Koulibaly going uh, seven overall? Well, the odd thing is that they were taken. He was taken by the Pacers right. and traded to the team that selected right after the Pacers, and then that team selected the player that the Pacers wanted, and they're just swapping. Uh, it makes you wonder if there was some other team maybe bidding um, oh. to, to come up and get Bilal Koulibaly. Maybe the Thunder, maybe the Jazz. Yeah. They were apparently interested in him. And maybe the, the Pacers were like, hey, um, give us something, because if not, then we'll take this offer. I don't know. Uh, but as far as Bilal going that high, I mean, he has shot up the boards. He was kind of this year's J-Dub, Jalen Williams, uh, with the Thunder. He started off as like a late first rounder, then like a, like a, the early twenties, then he was a lottery guy, and now all of a sudden number seven overall. What a wild trajectory for Bilal. Yeah, that is, uh, that is an incredible surprise. I mean, that is a, an incredible he's a, surprise. He's a great defender. I mean, I think the yeah. only real question is the shooting. Can he can he improve it? I know he kind of gets crazy with the ball at points, but how does that translate to uh, to the best league in the professional basketball? And then we kind of had it spoiled for us when we got the the details of the trade, uh, Brandon. But uh, I mean, Jarris Walker is a guy that people had going like five, like, like five to the Pistons. Uh, some like just with the Houston Houston connection, I'm sure we're uh, trying to wish cast him there to the uh, the Rockets at four. But uh, I mean, Washington getting a guy that was considered top five talent down to eight, man, that feels like a kind of feels like a steal. Yeah, yeah, it really does. This, <laughs> you know, I think that the first several picks kind of went chalk. And now this was always where it was predicted that things could get wild and unpredictable. Some guys that maybe were projected, you know, a week or two ago to go in this spot may fall to the late lottery or out of the lottery. And then some guys are rising up. So really curious to see if this kind of madness continues over these next few picks until OKC picks. There could be some good talent there at 12. I mean, there's going to be good talent. Uh, But maybe somebody will fall that we're not expecting. I mean... Best case scenario, uh, I think, would be Taylor Hendricks, my favorite prospect outside of uh, Wimby, Scoot, and Brandon Miller, could possibly conceivably be there. Um, that said, the Jazz could very well take him at 9 or the Mavs at 10. Yeah, I got caught up. I, I meant Jarris Walker for the Pacers because uh, I was looking at it in the, in the NBA. I know what you somehow, yeah, NBA somehow just can't do uh, what the NFL does, right? And just they just do it right where they put the actual team that the player's going to. Uh, the NBA somehow just can't do that. I don't know if they, I don't know if they need to borrow the NFL's graphic teams uh, for the drafts. I don't know what they need to do, but uh, they got to figure that out uh, at some point. Uh, but guys, tell us where you're at uh, before we get out of here uh, for a break. First of all, Kelvin Sampson watch. I don't know if you saw that. Or, well, you won't for a little while because we're ahead of you. But, uh, yeah, Kelvin Sampson sighting at the NBA draft. Drink if you had that one on the bingo card. Uh, we are hanging out here at Ash Cigar Lounge. Just an awesome place to uh, just chill. Come out and have a good time. Like I said, you don't want to go somewhere else and have to deal with the... <laughs> that, that stinks. Don't do that. Uh, but uh, come here, hang out with us. 
Uh, talk to uh, the bartender Morgan. Morgan, not only a great friend of Drake, but uh, can mix up a uh, hell of a Caucasian, uh, especially at Jackie Treehorn's house. So those who know, who know, right? Uh, happy hour. That's from open to 6, uh, 6 p.m. They open at noon. Remember, a dollar off a seasonal cocktails and beers. Standard well drinks, five bucks. Uh, house wines. I mean, veterans, first responders, teachers. Oh, this is important, teachers, because nobody supports you in Oklahoma. Ash Cigar Lounge does. There's discounts for you. Like I said, first responders and veterans, get out here. It is at 712 North Broadway Avenue. Have a great time. We're only eight picks in. It's going to get nutty. So come out to Ash Cigar Lounge. Coming up on the other side, we have more draft coverage right here on 107.7 The Franchise. Welcome back, 107.7 The Franchise. NBA draft coverage tonight. Matt Burton, myself, Drake Vitito, Josh Conant. We got Aubin Fippen in the building now, as well as Chloe Young. And then we got Jerry Ramsey and Brandon Rabar. Guys, where are we at tonight? Oh, get out here while you can. We'll save you a seat. It's Ash Cigar. Yeah, it is. It's Ash Cigar <laughs> Lounge. Yes, it is Ash it Cigar is. Lounge. Man. That's how you know uh, it's getting packed. Everyone, sure. Everyone's yes. taking up the internet. Get, yes, everyone's taking up the internet down there. Uh, Seven Twelve North Broadway downtown. Uh, go on out, see Brandon, see Jerry, and hang out with them. Well, we, the uh, we're ten picks in. We well, are. I guess we're on number ten. Yeah, we are on uh, pick number nine. We, actually, oh, we're pick on number nine. nine. The Jazz. Oops. Um, yeah, the Jazz. Well, Jazz are picking right now. Yeah, right. Nine. Right. So Jazz are picking at nine right now. Uh, but guys, I did see this. Josh, do you have that clip uh, ready to go? This is Amin and Azar Thompson. Uh, obviously twins, uh, but they've lived together obviously their entire lives, even through. Uh, the overtime elite, and here's a, a man talking about, um, you know, them potentially not living together anymore. It was different. Well, I, look, I understand that you guys are having to divide up your belongings because this will be the first time that you ever live separately. So what are, like, the key items that you're fighting over in terms of, like, you know, clothes and <laughs> shoes? He got to keep the PS5. I got to buy me one. Ah, That's the main one so far, but we've been fighting over shoes, too. Which shoes? Um, these um Jordan Travis Scotts. Oh. He, he got those too. Oh. So I'm, I'm losing everything. It's like a bad divorce. <laughs> it's like a bad divorce. It's like a bad divorce. You love uh, to see that, but not getting the PS5 or the Travis Scott Jordans like that is insane. But Josh, we have a, a pick. A pick has been in. There it is. It is. The pick is in. The Taylor Hendricks goes to the Utah Jazz, a guy that uh, a lot of Thunder fans wanted, especially for drafting for fit and everything. Uh, Brandon, are you okay that Taylor Hendricks uh, is off the board now and going to Utah? Bro, right now, Brandon is like his head is in his uh, arms right now. He, come on, man. It's, shake it off, kid. Shake it off. It's just uh, he does not feel good about the pick. You think I'm lying. Like he's, He was so caught up on that maybe the Oklahoma City Thunder could get the pick. Uh, but, no, he is not. I'm sorry. You have something to say? The the Thunder just picked somebody, and <laughs> I'm pretty psyched about this dude. Brandon, Whoa, okay. Go ahead. Brandon, what is the trade? What is the trade? <laughs> what is happening? 
The Oklahoma City, Th- the Oklahoma City Thunder have traded up to number ten with the Dallas Mavericks to select Kentucky's Kaysen Wallace, uh, point guard. Uh, I'm excited here because I've been saying all week, Kaysen Wallace. He is number six on my board. Everybody gave me crap and said that it was too high. Uh, I said this dude is really, really good. Probably the best perimeter defender in the entire draft. His offense is vastly underrated. Uh, Whoa. So yeah. I got, I've yeah. got a lot of... Uh, this was a... Uh, sorry, Shams I'm just getting, tweeted out I'm Oklahoma City. I'm getting blown up. I got to... All right. Sins. Okay, so, yeah, yeah, Brandon, it's okay. Shams <laughs> is tweeting out, uh, Dallas is trading Davis Bertans and Kaysen Wallace at number 10 to Oklahoma City. Shams says Oklahoma City sends number 12 and a uh, trade player exception to Dallas as part of the trade. So, uh, Oklahoma City, get uh, Davis Bertans. That's a big contract. Hold they on. get Kaysen Wallace. I believe he's 15 or so million a year uh, for the next two years. Uh, so, it's a, a ton of shooting there. Uh, yeah. Davis Bertans coming to Oklahoma City. Another and, big uh, man. And Kaysen Wallace, man, I am ex- super, I'm super excited. He was one of my guys uh, that I was okay with the Thunder drafting around that range. I mean, he's not... A crazy explosive athlete, but man, is he smooth! Like he is super smooth, uh, and at like six four, six three and a half, like and he's he's a tall guard like that. I'm not sure he has to be uh, super quick and, and all that stuff. But has really again, one of the best, the yeah, one of the best perimeter defenders uh, in the draft. And I mean, he's got a good looking shot too yeah, already. Like he's got a very good looking shot, yeah. and you expect that from somebody. Uh, that wears number 22. So shout out to him uh, wearing 22 at Kentucky. Uh, but guys, general reactions. The Oklahoma City Thunder make a pick. Drake, what are we thinking? Man, I, it's very on brand. After after them trading up uh, to think to get value, I love Bertons um, yeah. in, in that situation too. I think Bertons is one of those situations where you just put, have to put him in the right situation. Um, and he's he is a just knockdown volume three point shooter, but man, Kaysen Wallace is a great get, very much a a Thunder esque pick. Um, very defensive minded, very underrated catch and shoot guy. Has a really good feel for the game. He's a hustle player. I mean, he's he's gonna fit in perfectly with this squad. Um, the only question is, uh, how many how many minutes per game is he getting? That is uh, yet to be seen. I'm excited. I'm excited to see him in the summer league though. Already taken down. Yeah, I just I just think whenever they trade up two spots, that it's very questionable to me. But when it's a guy like Casey Wallace, I think it's very much deserved. And like Drake said, Thunder guy, defensive is what he's known for, and it's amazing to get him. Especially when Brandon says he's Brandon said he was get, going six, or he was wanting him to go six, or six on his board, and he was there. So Thunder get him, Thunder yep. get their guy. Not a project. I'm happy with it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, shout out uh, Sam Preston. Listen, and two, you can really never go wrong <laughs> never. Uh, drafting a, a point guard or just a guard from Kentucky, man. Because they, they just, they get into the league and they're better than they were at Kentucky, it feels like. <laughs> I mean, uh, like I, I feel like Brandon Knight is kind of the Mendoza line of Kentucky <laughs> guards, right? Like That's Brandon, Brandon like Knight that. was a good, like he was a good Solid NBA player. He wasn't an all-star or anything true. like that. So it's like, okay, are you better than Brandon Knight? Okay, then yeah. you should be a, a pretty good uh, player. But, I mean, like, recently, you look at guys like Emmanuel Quickly, um, Tyrese Maxey, who, I mean, they were good at Kentucky, obviously. But then yeah. they've come into the league, and it's like, oh, wow. Oh, yeah. wow. They can really kind of, like, spread their wings and fly a little bit. Shea Gildas-Alexander, another yeah. perfect example. Like, I mean, he Quickly was good. was a big part good of that playoff run right. uh, this year. Right. I mean, even Shea, yeah, good at Kentucky, but gets into the NBA, develops into what he is now. I mean, I, I think that that is just a, a great pick 
uh, from the Oklahoma City Thunder, and they only and, have to give up their TPE. Right, that's it. Yeah, yeah, because they, no they're players. giving up they're giving up twelve and uh, a, a trade player exception for um, for Davis Bertans. And listen, they have a ton of cap space. Like Thunder had a ton of cap space. That's why I was kind of asking everyone, like, hey, is that like a possibility of like taking on a contract or somebody like that uh, to move up? And then here it is, man. Here it is, Casein Wallace. Out of Kentucky. I already love him because he wears the deuces. He wears 22. Uh, so <laughs> shout out to him. Um, but Jerry, Brandon, are, are we ready? Have we have we broken everything down, got all our sources and everything sourced out? Uh, quick quick reactions? Am I ready? Am I ready for anything? Brandon took off, man. Well, you cover the team, too. I'm out. You cover the team, too. You can have answers. Brandon. Poor Brandon's phone was just going nuts, and so he's like, "I gotta go back." Like, I, it's like one of those Spider-Man issues where I, I think he's like fighting crime right now. I have no idea what the hell happened, but uh, Spidey senses. They <laughs> were so. I mean, obviously, obviously, Case and Wallace. Uh, I kind of talked about it with Kelly today, and I was talking about it at twelve, but. You go get the best guy available. You go get the best guy available. Oh, it doesn't fit. Oh, it's another guard. Oh, what are they going to do? You know what they're going to do? They're going to have an S ton of talent. And, yes, it is past what time? I can say uh, <laughs> Well, <laughs> no, you can't. No, you can't. You can't do that, <laughs> Jerry. says no. It says no. So, yeah, the pick is in. They, everyone thinks hit, he's going to Dallas, though. Music. Pick is officially in. Cason Wallace uh, is drafted by the Mavericks, but obviously going to the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, I did not know this was the Texas Gatorade Player of the Year. 21-22. Uh, his, uh, his senior year in high school. So shout out to, uh, to Cason Wallace, man. That is... Okay, Jerry. Jerry, you got cut off while you were about to say a bad word. <laughs> the FCC is it was out perfect about. timing. The FCC so, yes. I know, and, and listen, and I know it was uh, one of those guys. Uh, it was Stitt or Ryan Wallace who cut me off, but I got you, uh, Ryan Walters. Anyway, uh, no, I, I think that you stack talent and you get as, as much as you can. They're still in development. Uh, what the ceiling for me this year is going to be home court advantage in the playoffs. I think that's the ceiling. Uh, but uh, to think that this team is a complete package uh, is not an actual thought with the Oklahoma State Thunder. You just move on, right, and keep on getting talent. you got to love what Kaysen Wallace can do for you. Kaysen Wallace, you can't teach dog. It just has to be in you. I already love, love him. Got that, got that dog. I already love Got him. that dog in him. You can't teach it, man. You cannot teach it. Shout out to Kaysen Wallace. And also I just very, want to throw yeah. this out. This out really, really quick is uh, you know that Shay loves that there's another. You say dog, you mean cat. There's right. a wildcat on the team with him, so you know he loves that. <laughs> Sam Presti loves the Kentucky Guards now. He got a taste of, of Shea Gilgis Alexander. Was like, oh yeah, I, well, I want said, whatever John on, Calipari is. Uh, Let him cook. Is yeah, I want whatever John Calipari is selling. So uh, shout out to Casey Wallace. Uh, I mean, he, he looks like he's got great feeling again. Like we kind of talked about this too. This is why I'm like. I was very sort of in on the Thunder drafting maybe another guard, right? And not drafting for, yeah. you know, fit or anything like that. Um, was because, like, kind of the diminish of Trey Mann's minutes last year. We talked about it a bunch uh, on postgame uh, this season. And it just, it really felt like they had kind of given up on Trey Mann at times. And now I yep. know uh, defense is probably a big reason yep. uh, as to why. Um, but Casein Wallace, I mean, is 
a, a great defender already, right? He's a great defender, so he can come in and, and kind of be that guy. And I, I was okay with that, uh, maybe taking some Trey Man minutes uh, away from him or just, you know, playing alongside a Trey Man, too. Like, I'm very intrigued by uh, the possibilities with Cason Wallace in Oklahoma City. And the last time Cason Wallace played basketball or the last couple of games in the NCAA tournament, shot 80% from the field. I mean, he's a, I think he's an underrated shot taker. He makes good decisions with the basketball. Um, but for what he's going for, the defense and the hustle, I think he's going to fit in just fine with this Oklahoma City. For, um, for everybody that played college basketball uh, that I'm looking at stats-wise here, Kaysen Wallace, so I'm not counting the Thompson Twins. Uh, they each averaged uh, six assists in the overtime elite. Uh, Scoot Henderson averaged 6.4 assists in the G League. Uh, so I'm not counting the G League or overtime elite guys, but actual college basketball uh, you would have to go down as far as uh, Colby Jones from Xavier, who's mocked at like 29, 30, to find anyone who averaged more assists than Casey Wallace did uh, in college, too. Averaged 4.3 assists, which might not sound like a ton, but still like... Pretty good. I mean, that is pretty good. Averaged two steals a game uh, as well. So bringing it on, on both ends of the court, man. And listen, the shot has like... He, there's something there. Like he can shoot it. It's not like this is a project shooting or anything like that. I am uh, incredibly, incredibly intrigued uh, by this pick for Oklahoma City. But uh, we will get to a break uh, very quickly. Orlando's pick is in. Adam Silver has not uh, gotten to the stage yet. So we will get a break really quickly. I will break down uh, some more. We'll talk more Case and Wallace. And uh, I believe we will have Nick Crane uh, from Forbes coming up. Uh, very shortly after that. So stay tuned with us right here on 177 The Franchise. Welcome back. 1077 The Franchise. Our NBA draft coverage tonight. And we had a pick while we were at break. The Orlando Magic at number 11 select Jet Howard out of Michigan, son of Juwan Howard. Uh, Jonathan Gavoni's uh, last mock draft, he had him going 20 to the Houston Rockets. So some would say that is a reach. Um, but, I mean, hey, if, if that's your guy, that's your guy. Yeah, technically a bigger jump than Koulibaly, too. So I guess this, this, is the new, this is the new big jump. That is very, very true. But we have a special guest uh, on the Little Caesars Hot and Ready Hotline. We are now joined by Nick Crane of Forbes and co-founder of Draft Digest. Nick, how are we doing tonight, man? Phyllis, how's it going? I I didn't think that we'd be chatting this early with the Thunder on the board at 12, but, you know, Presty, when he wants to get his guy, he goes and does it. He absolutely does. First, I, I also, I shortchanged you a little bit on the intro. Uh, we, we just talked to Jacob Niffen not that long ago. Uh, said he's a certified hooper. This, this, I'm going to say certified bucket, uh, Nick Crane, certified right. bucket uh, from our runs uh, <laughs> versus the uncontested certified bucket, Nick Crane. So, uh, Nick, I mean, overall thoughts, man. Uh, I, we all kind of like the pick of Case and Wallace. I mean, I, I feel like it's sort of like the NFL draft when if maybe you don't know what to do, so you just select a defender from Georgia or Alabama, and that's just a good pick. Like, if you select a point guard from Kentucky, it just feels like a great pick. Yeah, I mean, I think that Presti also values um, the coaching upside and, and likes guys that have been coached well and, and coached by guys that he trusts. And obviously, um, John Calipari is a great coach, although 
there's the interesting wrinkle that a lot of Kentucky guards end up being a lot better when they get to the NBA and show things we haven't seen. So I guess from a from that lens, you know, Casey Wallace is a guy that didn't get to play a ton of point guard until late. And I think that he is known for his defense, obviously. If you go look at anything out there about Casey Wallace, the first thing people talk about is defense. But the shot's real. Like, if you look at his numbers from three-point last season, he was just under 35%. But to close this season, he's dealing with some injuries. He shot 5 of 32 from three the last 10 games of the season. If you remove that sample size and look at him before those nagging injuries, like, he's a guy that could shoot 40% from three. You combine that with the passing upside – Maybe he can play a little bit of point guard, arguably the best point-of-attack defender in this draft in terms of guards. I mean, he checks all the boxes for what Oklahoma City likes to do, and I think that down the road he makes other guys that may be on the roster now potentially more expendable. Nate, tell us a, tell tell the people about Davis Bertons. May, many not may be familiar with him, but uh, he's a guy that kind of, I think, just has to kind of find his right team. Um, hasn't really put up much, uh, didn't really put up much with the Mavericks last year. Um, but I think he's someone that can definitely thrive in a, in a given role. He's a great shooter from beyond the arc, very, very high volume. But uh, just just explain to people who Bertons is and what he's capable of uh, in the right hands. Yeah, so actually I live in Dallas. So I got to watch him quite a bit last year, and it wasn't great. Um, and so obviously the reason that Dallas is willing to trade back from 10 to 12A Dallas was targeting Derek Lively. We're able to get him at 12 regardless, so it's a no-brainer for them. Plus, they were able to get off of his contract, which has always been the thing with him. It's not that he's a bad player. It's just in the NBA, guys are judged by their contract. It's all relative. If you get paid pennies and you're you know, producing one way, you're, you're viewed as a positive player. But if you're paid big time, producing the same amount, you're viewed as a negative player. And so with him, it's all about the contract. He's due $17 million next year, $16 mil. The year after that, although he does have an early termination option, but I, I view him, I mean, I know Dallas dumped the salary. I think Presty may view him as a reclamation project and a potential piece to use down the road. Um, in Oklahoma City, we saw guys like Isaiah Joe last year thrive with the gravity that guys like SGA demand kick out easy threes. I think Davis Berton could end up being a really solid piece in Oklahoma City. And if the Thunder can kind of groom him to look like a player that might be worth more of that 16, 17 million figure, they can flip him at the deadline and get, get an asset for him. And so I think that while Casey Wallace is obviously the centerpiece of this deal, um, I think that Bertans is, is absolutely a piece that could end up being positive for the Thunder as well. Nick, you mentioned you, you're, you live in Dallas. I, I know that I, I know I've seen you cover some, some of the Maverick stuff. I mean, speaking as a, as a Duke fan myself, uh, I mean, are you excited about Derek Lively and the possibility there in uh, in Dallas, or do they just need uh, way more than just than just Derek Lively down there? So I think Lively is actually the perfect fit in Dallas because he he is going to struggle offensively early on. You know, as a freshman at Duke, he averaged in the ballpark of five points a game. wasn't very aggressive even at the high school level. Coming out, he was a guy that was the number one player in the country, but was definitely much more known for defense. And if you look at Dallas's deficiencies, um, it was it was the center position. It was rim protection. They were playing Dwight Powell, who's kind of undersized for a big. They just didn't have the guy. And I think Lively, you know, there's been a whole bunch of talk about Aiton maybe being the guy in Dallas. Obviously, that is not the case now. But my argument is Lively might be a better play than Aiton. A, he's going to be a heck of a lot cheaper 
But for Aiton to reach his ceiling, he needs shots. Like, he's a guy that averages 18 points a game, which requires shots. If Lively can just go in there, play tremendous defense, which he's capable of, take his two to three shots a night on put-back dunks and lobs and let guys like Luca. And now, hey, by the way, they can re-sign Kyrie to a big deal now that Bertans is off the books. Like, this opens a lot of doors for Dallas. So taking that money off their books with Bertans, re-signing Kyrie, bringing Lively in, he could be their starting center, maybe not opening night. I think they may still try to get a veteran in free agency. Wouldn't be surprising to see Lively play a ton of minutes at center for Dallas this season. We had a pick. We made it official. We just uh, we just talked about it. But hit the music, Josh. Uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder select for the Dallas Mavericks, Derek Lively out of Duke. Shout out. Let's go Duke. Another lottery pick. Uh, just another year. Shout out to John Shire. He looks really good sitting there. Uh, the future of the Duke basketball program is in good hands. Sorry. Go ahead, Drake. So, Nick, I saw you tweeted about an hour ago. You said there's about to be a lot of shakeup in the lottery, uh, a lot of guys moving back that were originally prospected to be in the top ten. Of those guys who have not been chosen yet, is there anyone, uh, maybe even a couple of guys that you think are, are about to be slipping a little bit uh, as these picks continue to roll out? Yeah, so Cam Whitmore is the obvious one. You know, there was rumblings of his medical issues several weeks back. It didn't surface as anything publicly that was a huge deal. But over the last couple of days, just keep hearing more and more about uh, from somebody I heard it was a knee, from someone else I heard it was a foot. So you got to think there's maybe more to this. And earlier today before the draft, I had heard this is something that some teams may think there could be some long-term concern with. Um, I didn't think he was going to fall this far. Um, I thought maybe 9 or 10, but the fact that he's fallen this far, I mean, he, he was a guy that entering the season, a lot of people had mocked it at 3 or 4. So he's certainly falling is is a surprise. I think with Kaysen Wallace being taken off the board, this is this is a range of the draft now that we're entering where there's a lot of good guards. You've got your Kobe Bufkin, your Jordan Hawkins. Um, you've got Keontae George, Nick Smith Jr. There's a lot of really good guards, and the question was always, which one's going to go first? Because the guy that goes first was likely going to be towards the end of the lottery. From there, these guys could start slipping quickly. So I, I'm very, very curious um, what guys like Kobe Buskin and Jordan Hawkins end up where they end up falling because these teams at 13, 14, 15, 16, if they don't want a guard as good as those players are, they'll continue sliding. And there's going to be a hierarchy for all these teams. And so I would just keep an eye on some of these, these franchises that are picking in the 20s to maybe get a guard fall to them that's more of a lottery talent. Nick, uh, we've seen trades in the past, first-round picks. This time it's Dallas and OKC. Last one in memory, I remember Dallas and Atlanta trading Luka and Trey Young. These guys are going to be compared to each other probably their entire careers, just saying what ifs, what what would have happened if they actually traded it back or what ha- what would happen. Case and Wallace and Derek Lively the second. We know it's early, but which one do you think has the upper hand in having the better career, if, if you can even do that? Yeah, no, it's obviously very, very hard. I would say Derek Lively has the ability to be a more productive player that maybe wins a championship early in his career as, as a key piece. Like, he's been comped to the Tyson Chandler type of player where you wouldn't consider Tyson Chandler ever to really be a real superstar, but a highly coveted, very impactful player. Um, I think you could say a lot of the same things about Kaysen Wallace with his defensive upside, um, but I think that, that at the end of the day, if we look back at this trade five years from now, I do truly think it will be a positive for both teams. I think Kaysen Wallace is probably, on the box score, a more productive player, but there would be an argument that Derek Lively is a more impactful player.
Uh, bringing it back to the Thunder with uh, with Case and Wallace here is is time kind of ticking for Trey Mann. I know he his minutes dwindled last year, um, and it kind of looked like they gave up on him at, at times. Is this you know, clock ticking for for Trey Mann, or is this something where? Hey, the second unit roll out Trey Man, roll out Case and Wallace, give Shea and Giddy a break, and you know run those those two together. You know when you talk to front office people, irrespective of Trey Man, Oklahoma City, there's always this rule of three, where most of the time when you draft a guy, especially in the first round, you give him three years because your rookie year is learning how to play at a professional level, hit the road for you know three quarters of the year, play 82 games. Year two, you're generally on scouting reports more. Um, we see a lot of sophomore slumps. And then year three is really that year where you can determine, is this guy going to be a piece for us, or is he a guy that we need to trade before he's a free agent and we actually get some value out of him? So I, I don't think the, the clock is ticking, per se, for Trey Mann. But if, if we're here again talking in January and February and he's not in the rotation and the guy like Casey Wallace is getting more minutes, I think you could certainly make the case. But, I, again, I think – for me, at least, and this is this is not me saying that Lou Dort's clock is ticking, but I actually view this trade as making somebody like Lou Dort more expendable than I do someone like Trey Mann becoming more expendable because Trey Mann is that offensive-minded microwave scorer. Kaysen can score the ball, but he is much more of a defensive-minded and I want to set you up type of player. All right, before we get out, before we get you out of here, Nick, I just got to ask: Is there anyone left on the board that you think is just like, how is that guy not? Obviously, we talked about uh, uh, Whitmore, but is there someone uh, non-injury wise that you're just shocked that they have not been picked yet? Um, honestly, I, I mean, I'm I'm behind too because I, I haven't been watching the TV. If Grady Dick is still on the board, okay. I'm very surprised. And tell me, tell me if he has been taken. But that's a guy. At six seven six eight, that can shoot the ball forty to forty five percent, play make, you know, score off the bounce, do all these things. He is the perfect type of player for anybody that's in that that middling range where you're maybe like a, a play in team or you're on the cusp of contending. That's a guy that I think we're going to look back and think like, man, we overanalyzed this guy. He was at a blue blood program, the best player on that team, six foot eight. Shoots the ball, lights out. Why did he not go top 10? Nick, I appreciate the time, man. Please tell everyone where they can follow you and find all your great work. Yep. So on Twitter, I'm at Crane NBA. Um, you can find my, my Thunder specific stuff at Forbes, uh, Draft Holistically at Draft Digest. And if you're into podcasts, make sure to tune into the Uncontested. Thanks, fellas. Thank you, Thanks, Nick. Nick. Appreciate, appreciate it. Certified you. Bucket, Nick Crane. Certified Bucket. Appreciate him. Hopefully he has a great night. I know uh, with Draft Digest, he's got a, a ton going on. Uh, so shout out to him for making time for us, man. That's a, that's absolutely awesome. Nick's, Nick's an awesome dude. So we, we had a pick. With, also, that be, with that being said. Nick kind of just nailed it. The Toronto Raptors at 13 selects Grady Dick out of Kansas. Going up to Toronto. Uh, Grady Dick with maybe the most interesting fit uh, on tonight with his Dorothy... Uh, Suit, uh, his red, sli- his ruby red slippers. I just uh, on a suit. Drake doesn't like it. I get a feeling well, Drake doesn't like it. I would have liked it if the undershirt was not also red. <laughs> it's too much. Like I get, I I like the the nod to the Wizard of Oz. I love it. Just do like a black undershirt with the with the ruby red, not the double up. It doesn't look too good. I'm uh, I'm I know I'm setting something up here. If we still got Jerry Ramsey. 
uh, on the board. Your Kansas Jayhawks, they get a lottery pick, Jerry. Don't, don't give me the rock chalk stuff. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't do that. It's not, I'm not going to not, not kid. I, like, I'm, I'm really not in the mood right now. I mean, I don't mean to be like that. Is that, is that me? Is well, that, you, well, you've always... I mean, you guys, you guys are listening to me. Listen, you've always told us how much of a fan of Dick you are, so that's why, that's why we're Grady, trying to... Grady, yeah. Yeah, we we're just trying to set aside some time. What for time you. is it? What? What do you that mean? That is 8.31, Drake. You made that joke at 8.31 <laughs> at night. Good uh, for you. I'm not, I'm now, not if you following. make that joke at 8.31 in the morning, I am turning your ass in. I'm but not, nope, uh, 8.30 I'm not at following. night, good for you. I'm not following, I am Jerry. so proud. I'm like a proud, I'm the proud father you never had. Because <laughs> you never, your father was never proud of you. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's, get this, let's get this out real quick. Yes, I do it. Ash, don't worry about it, Bertie. I got this. Okay, we are out here at Ash Cigar Lounge, just chilling. Uh, listen, not the uh, you know the Oklahoma City Thunder and the Dallas Mavericks aren't the only thing storming. It's storming outside. Get in here where it's nice and dry and smoky and beautiful. We got Brandon Rabar answering, I think, his sixty eighth personal message <laughs> and uh, a bunch of texts. So he is busy. But we're here at 712 North Broadway Avenue. Get out here. It's on Broadway here in Oklahoma City. If you've made your way down to a Thunder game, you've driven right by Ash Cigar Lounge. Stop in, say hi, uh, and make yourself useful. Uh, happy hours from open to 6. Open is at uh, noon. Just come in here. Imagine at lunchtime, you're hanging out downtown. You want to smoke a cigar, uh, maybe have a beverage or two. I have a delicious Coke, not a Diet Coke, a Coke uh, with me to knock that down. Remember, veterans, first responders, and teachers all get discounts. Teachers, nobody appreciates you in Oklahoma. They do. Ash Cigar Lounge, get in here and learn how to tell our children the future. Uh, Star Wars themes, cocktails. Uh, I like the Ewok line that I was told. You are either an Ewok lover or an Ewok hater, and it kind of depends on your age. Get in here and talk to Summer. She'll tell you what the difference is. Morgan, very disappointed in your joke Drake, uh, she didn't think you were that kind of boy, but you've turned into that kind of man. Ash Cigar Lounge out here, 712 Broadway, North Broadway Avenue. Shout out to Ash Cigar Lounge for having Jerry and Brandon out there. But we will take a break. Coming up, we will break down the Grady Dick pick. And uh, actually, shout out to, uh, to B.S. Hoff. I will answer your question uh, on the other side. Coming up on 1077 The Franchise. Welcome back. Lord of 7-7, the franchise. This is your NBA draft coverage. Matt Burton, Drake Vitito, Josh Connett, uh, Jerry Ramsey, and Brandon Rabar out at Ash Cigar Lounge. Shout out to them. Go see them. 712 North Broadway in Oklahoma City. Uh, BS Hot 5 on uh, Twitch asks, has anyone said why we also got Bertans? Uh, for what seems like free, he is he a salary dump? He is a salary dump. Uh, the the Dallas Mavericks cap situation is not great. Like it's it's no. it's okay, but it's not great. They needed to dump some salary, uh, especially if they want to try to resign Kyrie Irving, um, which I, I'm sure they do. Making that trade for him, and the Thunder had cap space to to do it. So right, uh, and I'm sure they I'm sure the Thunder value Davis Bertans. Right, we saw what. Uh, what sort of an impact having a guy that can absolutely fill it up uh, from three-point range like Isaiah Joe did last year. Yeah. Uh, and now you have two of those guys, right? Now you have two of those guys that are just snipers from the three-point line 
Um, so, yeah, no, it was a salary dump for sure. Um, also, I'm going to speak on a little bit on him. He's kind of gotten, I think, of a, a little bit of a bad rap. He was in a couple of situations where he was asked to shoot a lot, especially when he was with uh, Russ with the Wizards. Yeah. That dude would shoot wherever and whenever, and it did not always, most of the time, it was not always the best shot selection. Um, I think if they rear him back a little bit, um, it's almost kind of like an Al Horford situation, like the Island of Lost Toys. For some reason, all these guys, just because they've had a couple of weird years with teams that have asked them to a little bit more than they're comfortable with. Um, they go to the Thunder and their and their and their stock improves a little bit. So I I absolutely believe that that's going to be the case for Bertans. I'm excited to see him because if you can reel it in the shot selection where he's only taking good shots. I mean we know OKC has a bunch of creators, Giddy, uh, SGA. I mean he's going to get open shots. Um, knocking them down is the big question, uh, and I think he can do it. Absolutely. We had a pick just a second ago. Hit the music. Jordan Hawkins from UConn National Champ, uh, gets selected by the New Orleans Pelicans 14th overall. Shout out to Jordan Hawkins. I mean, that's just, yeah. it, that's he's probably one of, if if not number one, number two, and yeah. best shooters in the draft between him or Grady Dick, um, especially like, especially moving. Like, his, that's his whole deal. Uh, at UConn, he is running around the entire time on offense. Trying to find an opening, trying to find an open shot, running off screens, or just straight just sprinting to the ball, like trying to get open. Uh, and he only needs a, a quick second to get that shot off, man. He is a, a deadly, deadly shooter. And the Pelicans are, uh, I think, a great team for, a, a great destination for him. If Zion can ever get it uh, figured out, if he wants to play basketball or do all the other stuff, uh, <laughs> I think the Pelicans could be a major force uh, in the West, and Jordan Hawkins adding to a, their already great roster filled with shooters, C.J. McCollum, uh, Brandon Ingram. We all know what he can do. Uh, they are they are positioned very well. You just got to get some off off the court antics done with some of the guys, and and the Pelicans are building something dangerous down there. Oh, Absolutely, there he is. He's, uh, uh, he's crying. God, okay, okay. C seven three one three nine on Twitch says, "Can't wait to talk about this Grady Dick pick." Um, so yes, no, the, the Grady Dick pick, uh, going to Toronto, not sure what Toronto is doing. Like, I mean, yeah, well, I, which no, not like as far as picking Grady Dick, no, no. as far as just like their general, the what are they doing? Like, are they going to try to run it back again? Uh, with all this, I believe Fred Van Vliet's a free agent. Yeah, like, it's just, it's all weird. Pascal Siakam's on an expiring deal. Uh, he has his last year of his deal next year. So I, they're just, and they just weren't very good this year. So yeah. it's, it's all Nick Nurse gone. pretty weird. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't seem like they want to give up Ananobi. It seems like out of all their dudes from this year, Ananobi is the one that's like, nah, we're, we got to keep him. Um, Pascal's probably going to be looking for, you know, uh, greener pastures for Evan Fleet the same way. Um, so yeah, I do actually like, uh, the Dick pick to Kansas or, from Kansas to uh, Toronto. Uh, it just depends on where Toronto wants to go from here. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Gooch Merkin on Twitch as well. So sad that Marcus Smart doesn't get the Celtic green for his whole career. Uh, uh, yeah, we, we, didn't right. talk, we didn't talk about that. Yeah, Memphis uh, gets Marcus Smart. The Celtics get Chris Saps Porzingis. And the Wizards get Tyus Jones, Moose, and uh, Mike Muscala, and uh, Danilo Gallinari. And, and some, uh, I think... A one first round pick and a second round pick, I believe, going to uh, I believe Boston uh, as well. So, I, I mean, 
Will Dawkins uh, up there in Washington kind of got dealt a bad hand with the uh, with the um, no trade clause with Bradley Beal, and yeah. then Chris Haps Porzingis is on expiring deals, so they can't really get uh, a ton back for them really that he that he could, and you know. All those guys that he brought in for the Porzingis deal are all expiring deals. So yep. it looks like he's going, hey, next year we're going to have a ton of cap space, so send us your picks and your bad contracts, and we will take those on uh, for you. Now we are going to head out to Ash Cigar Lounge and check back in with Jerry Ramsey and maybe Brandon Robar. Jerry, what's going on, man? Not not kidding. We had a little bit of technical difficulties. That's all right. We are back up and running, uh, and we are waiting to go. Listen, uh, not only, and I know Ash Cigar Lounge, like they are cool people out here. Uh, we got uh, Summer over here. She's trying to put on her laptop that we're going to do both uh, the press conferences and this going. You guys don't have that going. We do. Uh, we just saw what happened with Atlanta. Did you see what happened with Atlanta? We did. And the pick hit the music. Kofi. Okay, Jerry. Right Jerry, here. we got it. We got a system here. We got to hit the. We got to hit the music. Jerry, chill out. Okay. Now I, you can say it. <laughs> Kobe Bufkin, uh, which is the second best Kobe uh, to enter the <laughs> NBA. Um, Don't maybe and who Daniel knows Radio, by the end of his career. By the by, the end of his career, he might be the best. We don't know. We we absolutely don't know. Uh, but I'm hanging out here at Ash Cigar uh, Lounge. Just happy hour starts uh, from open to six. Opens at noon. But listen, every hour is happy here at Ash Cigar Lounge. You want to come out and hang out. Not only can you have uh, awesome cocktails, uh, well drinks and house wines, but a great selection of that's right cigars. Uh, today's America doesn't want you to have a cigar. They don't want you to enjoy life. Uh, you can do that right here at ash cigar uh, all the uh, latest brands and uh, types that you would want great promo that was great that was great we are <laughs> like one we're like one for five yeah he gets the, uh, a good he gets a good paragraph couple paragraphs in yeah and uh it's not bad you know it you know it happens it happens it I think we're getting bad weather. Are we getting bad? Yes. Bad weather. Okay, so storms. I think that might be mm. might be playing into it. And it's packed. You know the the cell service there. Everybody's on the Wi-Fi. It did sound Everyone's packed on the though. It sounded like it yeah. was a very large room filled with a bunch of people. Absolutely, we will be out there for the entire. Or they will be out there for the entire first round uh, of the draft. So yeah, Kobe Bufkin out of Michigan goes number fifteen to the Atlanta Hawks. Um, I mean, there was a lot of talk coming into about Kobe Bufkin and his camp. Like he was, he was kind of like, I don't know, self sabotaging in a way. He wasn't giving any team his med- teams his medicals, right? I, he wanted to go to either like the Lakers at seventeen. We had heard the Raptors because he thought he had had a, a better shot at at starting. Like he, I don't think he was very interested in uh, coming off the bench or anything like that. So it'd be interesting um, with a team that has Trey Young and Dejounte Murray already in the Atlanta Hawks uh, where he finds himself in that rotation. I'm yeah. sorry, bud. You're coming off the bench. <laughs> I right. think it's obvious. I'm sorry. He's a good two-way player. I mean, he can play both sides of the ball. He's really good at, at pulling up. Um, but those are one of the picks where we talked about it on Wednesday in the morning show. I was okay with not doing uh, doing the whole Kobe Bufkin route. Um, and I don't know if that's because of the Trey Mann situation. Um I don't know if it's because of everything that you just said, Matt, with the medical records and stuff. I just don't. I just don't see him as a thunder guy, a right. quote unquote thunder guy. Um, but I, I, I do like the pick 
But uh, I, I'm glad he's not with uh, the boys in Oklahoma City. Absolutely. Uh, I believe we're ready to head back to Ash Cigar Lounge, but where we have uh, <laughs> Brandon Rabar, I believe, is, is back with us. Well, maybe not. Maybe not. Says they're connected, but they are uh, refusing to talk. Maybe they're just having too many cigars. I don't know. Maybe they're, they're a couple stogies. A couple stogies. Let me, t- let me look at the radar. Not? Yeah, we can look at the radar there. Um, but no, whenever, uh, whenever Brandon and Jerry get back connected there, we will go back to them. They're at Ash Cigar Lounge, 712 oh, whoa. North we're, we're Broadway right now, Avenue in Oklahoma City. They're talking to uh, Victor Wimanyama here on the uh, NBA draft on the screen. And uh, I think this is the first player they've actually talked to up here, and he was the first player taken. It's pick 16. Like, yeah. Can you imagine how many, like, how much press he's done already? And he's like, can I just... Can I go, go home? home? Go party? Go do something? <laughs> what is, I want to go home in French. Yeah, what, is, what does that mean? <laughs> what, how do you say that? Shout out Brennan Rabar. He just tweeted something. Cason Wallace, Kentucky guard, fell to number 10. SGA, Kentucky guard, fell to number 11 five years ago. Um, also, Wallace named SGA as the best player in the NBA in a rookie interview. He's also been wearing SGA shoes in workouts. So they're, they're probably going to be pretty good butt. So what you're saying is the writing was on the wall. We, as a fan base, were just not paying enough attention. Yeah, we just got to look into uh, more things. Look between the walls. Look between the lines. You probably okay. know it. All right. Utah's, Absolutely. Utah's um, pick is in. They've already picked at nine. They got Hendricks, correct? Yes, they got Taylor Hendricks. I believe they have another first-round pick, maybe like 28 or something like that. So Utah's got a ton of first-round picks. You nailed it, 28. And Utah, uh, in this draft. Utah's so. one of those teams that I really think was – pulling the plug early a little bit. I think they were a team that definitely could have made a run at the play-in. A couple of injuries kept them out. Um, Sexton being out for most of the back half, uh, the back like quarter of that year. But Utah was one of those sneaky teams that uh, was at the top of the Western Conference rankings for like the first couple weeks to a month of the season and slowly went down. But their team, Laurie Markinen really found his way. Uh, Colin Sexton, one of the others. Uh, Walker Kessler being in the top was it three in the rookies this year? Top three or four yeah. uh, in the rookie of the year fin- uh, finalists. So these two picks, whoever uh, Utah ends up picking, uh, they'll be they'll be sneaky good next year. Absolutely, I believe we're going to try third times the charm. Ash Cigar Lounge, seven twelve North Broadway Avenue, Oklahoma City. Jerry Ramsey, Brandon Rabar, take it away. Is this a bit? I think this is a bit. Did he switch IP? I can hear him trying to talk, maybe. Is Wait. Or not hear him trying to talk, but. IP1. There now. he is. There he is. He switched there we go. Are we, are we good now? There we go. Right. I'm producing it's on the air here. Bits. I love that you said go IP1. That was uh, IP1. That was classic. I haven't heard you do Look that. that. That's inside that baseball nice. right there. Uh Poor Brandon. Are your thumbs okay, bro? Okay, I'm going to set it down. <laughs> His phone is on fire right now. I can, I can only imagine how Woj and Shams feel. You were busy after the trade, so Matt, go uh, go ahead. I got to watch this man sweat and pour his life into it. Uh, what kind of questions you got for this fool? Oh, man, Brandon. Okay, so there's been uh, a ton since we've talked to you. We didn't really get your full uh, Case and Wallace uh, experience here, right? We didn't get the full explanation. Uh, you got pulled away. Uh, for your other duties, but man, I mean, just general big picture reactions to Case and Wallace uh, being in Oklahoma City now. I mean, to me, this was a home run pick. 
uh, and I'm not saying that because the Thunder selected them. I'm saying that book selected him. I'm saying that because I had him at number six on my big board, uh, and I, I actually went on a mock draft for the Grizzlies uh, media team puts on a mock draft annually, and I've been doing it now for a few years, and I actually selected Kaysom Wallace for the Thunder in that mock draft, and, and I just kind of went on it. He's a two-way player, elite defender, maybe the best perimeter defender in this class, nonstop motor. He's only 6'4", but he's, his wingspan is like 6'9". He's a better scorer and shooter than he's given credit for. He was shooting 40% from three before he had an injury, and that fell off a little bit. Still ended up at like 35%, um, 76 77% free throw shooter. Um, the, dude, <laughs> the dude is just nonstop. He is tenacious. Like He's like Lou Dort on defense. That's how he plays. That's the mentality he has. But on offense, he can play make for others, he can score, and he's a great finisher at the rim. He can finish like 60% at the rim, which is nuts. Uh, so when you get to the playoffs, you want two-way players, guys that can't be played off the court because they're bad defensively or offensively. Kaysen Wallace will not get played off the court once he's in the playoffs. Uh, Brandon, I have some audio I want to play you. Uh, Kaysen Wallace has already been asked. This was posted by Andrew Schlecht of The Athletic. Um, this is Casey Wallace being asked about, you know, being just in Oklahoma. We got a small conservative place. That's why I ask. And I wonder if it's much different than Lexington, Kentucky, in terms of being a small town. Uh, I definitely, I definitely will be fine in Oklahoma. It's not much to do, but it lets you, it lets you stay focused. Um, that's the main goal. Man. I feel like I was out there for a workout, and I have been to a game before, so I'm perfectly fine with being in Oklahoma. Uh, Brandon, not much to do in Oklahoma. Brandon, uh, is do you believe that uh, at all? Is he, you know, is he being held hostage a little bit? Does he need to blink twice, saying that, yeah, he's going to be perfectly fine in Oklahoma? No, this is what I would say about Case Wallace. I'm, guys, I'm a nerd. I've watched so many interviews from all these draft prospects. That's just kind of his. That's his vibe. Like um, he's listed like Shea is as the best player in the NBA. Uh, when asked in a rookie interview like weeks ago, uh, he's worn Shea's shoes in workouts. Obviously, the connection there with a Kentucky guard. Um, but then when he was asked, you know, if, if he'd like to play with Shea, he's like, yeah, I wouldn't mind that. So, I mean, that's just as Like, he obviously has high respect for Shea uh, and reveres him. So, honestly, I mean, like, that's just kind of his vibe. Like, he didn't give some sort of, like, excited answer for that. So I wouldn't read too much into that. Okay, I'm mad. He's just a chill, no, low-key dude I'm, in interviews. I'm, okay, first of all, uh, somebody's going to hold the mayor, David Holt, and uh, make sure that he shows Casey Wallace all the things that are glorious in Oklahoma City. I've been here for a long time, and it used to be where there's not much to do here. Now there's a festival of things. Hell, he can come to Ash Cigar Lounge. <laughs> or maybe he can't. Maybe he's not old enough to get a drink. Or maybe I know some people that can sneak <laughs> him in. Uh, what a thing to say, but that's fine. Look, Jerry, we don't is, we don't want the- him doing anything. We don't want him going out. That's fine. You know what, kid? Play defense, keep your mouth shut, and knock down a couple of shots. This Unbelievable. is the biggest night of his life. He's got a ton of cameras and media people in his face. He is incredibly nervous, and he's already like a low-key, chill dude. And you're asked this question, like, what do you think of Oklahoma? Has he even been here? He's been here for a workout. 
Oh, yeah, for the workout. Yeah, nobody, but he didn't get to see anything. It's not like he's going out and checking out, you know. <laughs> if we worked out the same place that uh, right, right there by our... Charleston's. He worked out right there where we are. There's still a couple of places down the street they could have took him in Britain. I don't know if you know. There's a brand new world right down Britain. Ay, Dios. Oh, Brandon, you know they took him to Charleston. Says something like that. It's <laughs> their classic move. Guys, real quick, real quick before we, uh, before we get back to you. There was a pick at 16. Utah Jazz selected Keontae George out of Baylor. So now uh, in the first round, Utah Jazz have selected Taylor Hendricks and Keontae George. Drake? I mean, out of out of most of them, the Big 12 guys are what we know most because we talk about them all the time. Keontae George is an amazing ball handler. He can pull up from anywhere. We just saw one of the uh, one of his highlights at a uh, against Kansas, just pulling up right from the logo. I mean, he he's an underrated uh, interior scorer as well. I think he's got a, a pretty killer floater um, that will work well in today's league. Um, just an all around great guy on the uh, offensive end, uh, defense. Yet to be desired, um, but killer, filler-up, volume, offensive guy. I believe you had a question for uh, for Brandon Rabar. Yeah, Brandon, I, I just wanted to get your thoughts on the uh, on the on the Davis Burton situation. He kind of got he kind of got added on uh, in that trade with Dallas. I kind of view him as uh, as one of those misfit toys from like the Rudolph, uh, the old Rudolph children's movie. Um, I think he's a guy that th- can thrive in the right situation. He's obviously didn't have that great of a season last year in Dallas. Do you think uh, in the right situation, Bertans can thrive in OKC? Yeah, I mean, you know, we've seen with OKC, they take some kind of reclamation projects and, and wash them all up and they get better again. Uh, you know, think back a few years, Bertans was very highly thought of. He's He's a extremely skilled shooter which is you know something thunder fans wanted to see and he's a big and yeah he doesn't do much outside of that but in certain situations like we saw with like mike muscala come in for 12 minutes a game uh hit a few threes space the floor for shea giddy uh j-dub wallace michich whoever else is out there <laughs> had to throw that in there for you i, love how you hey, did that. I, I got you um uh, but spread the floor, hit some threes, and in a small capacity, sure. I mean, look, they got him for free. Uh, they actually, basically, the Mavs wanted off that contract, right? They needed some space. They they wanted a, a TPE so they can trade for somebody now using that salary space. And the Thunder had salary to burn. So the Thunder move up, get the guy that they really wanted in case on Wallace, and kind of as a bonus, you got Bertans, and, you know, maybe he'll help him win a game here or there, just like Mike Muscala did. Yeah, Brandon, I asked this question to uh, Nick that was on before, but same question to you because I want to hear your insight on it. Cason Wallace, Derek Lively in that trade between the Mavericks and Thunder. Last trade we saw, last one that comes to memory, Mavericks and Hawks. We had that Luke and Trey Young trade. Later down the line, maybe five years, if you want to go their whole career, that's fine. Which guy has the upper hand to have a better career, if, if that's even possible for you? Between who and who, between Wallace between and Lively? Between Wallace and Lively, yeah, because that was the trade. So I, I, I just say because their careers are going to be compared right, to each okay. other because they were traded. Right, and I think that Lively was a lot of Thunder fans, you know, kind of favorite pick because he's a big. Uh, so I get it. I completely get it. If you're asking me personally on the big board that I put out yesterday, after all this research I've done on all these guys over the last few months, Kaysom Wallace was my number six guy and Derek Lively was my number 15 guy. So obviously I'm much, much higher 
on Wallace than I was Lively. Lively, there's a lot of upside. Seven one, seven six wingspan. He's going to block a lot of shots. We've seen the uh, workouts where he's hit a bunch of threes, but we don't know that that for sure. You know, he didn't do anything to Duke as far as three point shooting or spacing the floor. He didn't really score much, but I do think that he's going to be a nice rotational big. But I think Kaysen Wallace is the better overall player. He's the two way player. And I think that the upside with Kaysen Wallace, here's what I like about Kaysen Wallace. His floor is really, really high. I can't see many avenues where this dude will not succeed as a player. But his ceiling is incredibly high, too. Um, you know, if he shoots like he did before he got that injury, you know, he's shooting 40%. If he shoots like that uh, or anything near that, but he's still bringing that defense, his playmaking, his, his rim finishing, he just doesn't have many weaknesses. I said this in my scouting report, too, when I, when I wrote about Kaysen Wallace. He just doesn't really have any weaknesses, and that was one of the things that I liked about him so much. And I said this, too. I think if he was two inches taller instead of 6'4", if, if he was 6'6", six, six, I think that he would have been a top-five pick, like consensus top-five pick. His height is really the only thing going against him, but he's got a 6'9 wingspan. A lot of similarities, and I'm not, you know, this is not original. I'm not the first one saying this. It's it's everywhere. Drew Holiday is his biggest comp. When you look at his measurables, when you look at his college numbers, the way that they play, all those things, offensively and defensively, he's a Drew Holiday type. I love it, guys. The Los Angeles Lakers are making a selection right now. Hit the music, Josh. The steal of the draft. Los Angeles Lakers select Jalen Hood Shafino from Indiana. The Hoosier should have been picked number one to the Los Angeles <laughs> Lakers. Yes, uh, inevitably the Laker. This will be. How did he fall all the way to seventeen <laughs> for the Lakers? Big steal of the draft. But guys, we're going to head to a break. Jerry, Brandon, where are we tonight? We are at Ash Cigar Lounge. That's right. Uh, some extra time for us because uh, this first round is just moving as slow as possible. No big deal, though. We enjoy being out here. 712 North Broadway Avenue. Uh, get out here. Uh, specials till 6 p.m. every single day. They're closed on Sundays, though. Uh, locker room memberships, Star Wars themes, cocktails. Uh, Summer does a great job. And Morgan just talking it up at the bar. Uh, man, oh, man. Uh, what has Blanchard put out? You got Drake. You got Morgan. You got great people. Uh, come out here and hang out at Ash Cigar Lounge. Perfect. On the other side, more NBA draft coverage right here on 107.7 The Franchise. Welcome back. 107.7 The Franchise NBA draft coverage tonight. Jalen Hood Shafino out of Indiana. Just got drafted to the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, Jerry, how are we doing down there at, at Ash Cigar Lounge? I will uh, you that it is across the hallway from a Lebanese restaurant. And, uh, <laughs> okay. Looks like there's some good food in there. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it, too. <laughs> uh, Jerry, I need to ask you this. Oh, man, oh, man. Uh, this is from uh, Mike Finger. Sure. Uh, this is Victor Wembanyama was asked uh, what excites him most about San Antonio and what he wants to work on this summer, and he said he's looking forward to breakfast tacos the most. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those Frenchies—they love some food, don't they? So uh, hey, he's going to need—he's going to need some food. About two, Watch it. 
about uh, 200 years ago, they owned it. So uh, I'm sorry <laughs> that didn't work out for him. So he's going to have to come over to the United States. Uh, it's history. I mean, uh, go look into it. Anyway, uh, but, uh, I mean, Victor Wimbanyana could use a, a whole bunch of breakfast tacos, get some really some protein for that guy. So absolutely. Um, I don't know how you guys feel about chicken shawarma. But uh, it is delicious. <laughs> I, I'm just letting you know. This is a this is a factual thing that uh, chicken shawarma is actually very very delicious. I love that. I love to hear it. I love to hear it. We're hearing it all. We are hearing it. All. Uh, <laughs> I'm just but if, you, if you're interested, if you're if you're if you're interested in it, uh, I mean it's all right here in one little place. Ash Cigar Lounge is where you need to come. Seven Twelve North Broadway Avenue. We're going to be here till the end of the first round. They're open till midnight. Uh, come on in, get your drink on, uh, come hang out. Brandon is uh, off doing stuff for the Daily Thunder. They can have him on the spaces. I knew we couldn't have him exclusively. That's all right. We don't mind being a side chick every now and then. Uh, he is knocking it down, but um, wow, what a um, what a surprise by the Oklahoma City Thunder! Like we say every single year on draft day about the Oklahoma City Thunder, what a surprise! Absolutely, Josh, hit the music. There it is. There it is. Uh, at number eighteen, the Miami Heat select Jaime Hawkes Jr. out of UCLA, the Pac-12 Player of the Year. Uh, for UCLA, man, uh, the Miami Heat just going with a, a solid, solid player. Like, I mean, he is just hustler, a, an absolute hustler. And dude, like he can shoot it. Uh, he's got good, like, uh, like kind of like a mid-range post. Weirdly, like it kind of posts up around the mid-range. Uh, a really good like turnaround jumper. Like he is a very good player. Uh, I was kind of shocked whenever I kept seeing him rise up, up draft boards, but. Uh, man, just watching him at UCLA, he was he was a ton of fun to watch. And it'll be interesting to see too with some of their some of their bigger wings that played when they made that change. I'm I'm talking like the Max Struces of the world. Yeah. I want to know if it was just like one of those one off years, a unicorn year. Um, Jaime may be able to fill like one of those slots. Um, maybe get in some really good playing time for the Heat, um, who I imagine are still trying to look for uh, someone in free agency to uh, try and elevate them to uh, over the top, but. Uh, a good pick, nonetheless, for the Heat. One that fits the culture very, very yeah. well. Um, Jaime Hawk has it, number 18. Yeah, absolutely. And, and uh, I believe, uh, Jerry? I, I yeah. do have something to add on that guy real quick. Yeah, no, no, I, got, I got something to add on here. This is not a kid that uh, you look at him, and you've seen him play for the last couple of years at UCLA. Um, I don't think that he's going to back down whenever Jimmy Butler starts barking. You know, Jimmy Butler is uh, known for a guy to really test out the young players and got him ran out of a couple of places like Philadelphia and Minnesota. Uh, whenever you go get a kid like this, like Miami, I'm sure you did your due diligence of somebody with some thick skin that uh, doesn't mind uh, taking some constructive criticism that maybe Jimmy Butler will give him. Yeah, no, absolutely. Jaime Hawkins definitely feels like he would uh... – He's kind of going to fall in line. He's going to be like, yeah, I, I know my role. Like, I, I, I'm going to execute my role. Thank you so much, Mr. Butler. Um, so, uh, shout out to Jaime Hawkins. I think that's a great uh, pick for them. Uh, Spank Tank Go Go on Twitch says, uh, I'm so confused. We drafted what we needed and then traded it? Question mark. Um, so you talking about again, the TV? Technically the other way the, around, right? Te- te- about <laughs> the, about the, the Thunder, right? So, like, yeah, it's... I, I think... We talked about this earlier to start off the show that I don't think the Thunder were necessarily ready to just specifically draft for need yet. 
I think they're still in that acquiring talent phase. Um, you know, against kind of all odds, right, where, where you hit a home run in J-Dub, uh, Josh Giddy takes a step, Shea becomes a first-team All-NBA player. Like, you were kind of expecting to tank this year, right? Like, not not fully tank, but you were expecting to get, to get probably a higher draft pick than they ended up. They still ended up in the lottery, but uh, that... I I, st- I just still think they were in acquiring talent phase. They they are still in that phase. And then, you know, you play a year, get Chet Holmgren healthy, play this year with Case and Wallace and with everybody. Hopefully they take a jump. And then you can assess, okay, we need to build here, right? We, we, we've seen a year of what this team looks like as currently constructed, and now we can make moves for either players in the draft or players on other teams right now to what to kind of fit what this team needs. Yeah, and also um, I think that in about five to seven years from now, we'll look back at the 23 draft class as a whole and say this was a lot deeper than, you know, years prior. Um, I think that's another reason why the Thunder necessarily didn't want to go one way or another and were okay making that play-in jump uh, this year on top of everything that you just said, Matt. Um, I'm excited. I don't I don't see a world where Cason Wallace fails just because he's such a dog. He's such a hustler. He's going to make his own successes uh, with this Thunder squad. But with that being said, the Thunder, knowing how they are implemented um, and how they are able to move the ball on offense, I think he's going to thrive on both sides of the floor very early, very quickly. I also think Chet's injury is one of the things that makes this Thunder team be in the phase that Matt talked about, which was the still drafting for talent, not for need, because if Chet is Ooh. is healthy last season and he does play the whole season, Thunder's probably better, Thunder's probably in the playoffs, maybe making a run, whatever, and they are drafting for need. So I think Chet's injury is a big a big factor in this, and it's a big what-if also if that doesn't happen. So Hit the music, Josh. I would like to... Oh, hit the music. At 19th overall, the Golden State Warriors select Brandon Pajinski. <laughs> Santa Clara. Got it up for one and a half rings. Santa Clara. Uh, the West Coast Conference Co-Player of the Year and the Newcomer of the Year. Jerry, you were saying? Uh, first of all, I thought a lot of people thought that this was guy was going to make his way to the Thunder, but he rose up the uh, the draft so much that, uh, look, you can't pass it up in Golden State. And, uh, man, he's going to be getting a lot of coffee and donuts and Metamucil for those old folks uh, in Golden State. Uh, but to, to the point, again, with uh, Wallace, um, I, I just want to throw this out here. And you, everybody knows how I feel about Lou Dort and how I think that he would be an awesome six-man. I've been going on that for two years now. Uh, get yelled at constantly that Lou Dort's a starter, one of the premier defensive players in the NBA. Uh, but what you get with Wallace, and I like that Drake keeps on calling him a dog uh, defensively, if you can get that kind of productivity in him year one and a half, year two, uh, he's a rookie contract, he's a little cheaper, and maybe somebody else would like a potential all-NBA defender in Lou Dort, and the Thunder don't lose anything and could actually gain something as far as uh, having somebody there if uh, Lou Dort went somewhere else, if you follow my drift. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Especially if he shows... Uh, some offensive flashes and looks like he can be uh, a bigger contributor offensively than Lou Dort is. I can absolutely uh, see it. Jerry, before we get out of here, where are we hanging out at tonight? 
Oh, just having. I, I'm telling you, I am, am having the best time. I could be sitting at home, hanging out with Miles, wanting a bath, and wanting me to get him out of the bath and all that junk. Mrs. Ramsey asking me why those clothes are on the floor. Nope. That's not what I'm doing tonight. I'm hanging out at Ash Cigar Lounge, 712 North Broadway Avenue. They have just been absolutely tremendous to us. Like I said, maybe there was a Lebanese restaurant next to us that I maybe got some chicken shawarma uh, that was delicious. Uh, watching uh, the uh, draft right now, having a great time. And uh, listen, they are open from 12 to 12, Monday through Saturday. That's right. Starting at noon all the way to midnight. Come hang out. It's your, one of your favorite places here. Here on Broadway in Oklahoma City, they will take care of you. Locker memberships available. Uh, what I haven't done yet, I haven't uh, lit up the stogie. And I think uh, that's going to happen in a matter of minutes. You could do that and uh, just hang out. I had a couple of guys in here just hang out, you know, maybe watching the draft, man, maybe just smoking the stogies. I don't know, but they were chill AF. And I can say that at 9 o'clock in the evening. So get out here to Ash Cigar Lounge. I never want to hear you say AF in any context ever again. That's after food, correct? Right. Yes. Yes. They have a cigar after food, so they are chill AF. (laughs) They're chill after food. Absolutely. On the other side, more draft coverage right here on 1077 The Franchise. One hundred seven seven. The franchise. Your NBA draft coverage tonight. We are live for the entirety of the first round. Got myself, Matt Burton, Drake Vitito, Josh Conant in the building. Shout out to Little Caesars for providing us uh, with pizza tonight. Absolutely awesome. Love the people at Little Caesars. Pretzel crust. Tried it for the How first was time it? as advertised. I love pretzels. They're my favorite snack. Like chocolate covered pretzels, See, like any type uh, of, or just, any, or just any kind of plain savory, Jane, savory, savory pretzels. Plain Jane, any, pretzels. any, you know, like the Southwest stuff. A uh, lot of trail <laughs> mixes. Stuff. A lot of the trail mixes will have pretzel pieces in them, and if it's savory, Drakey Et. I just don't think I like salt on the pizza crust. Nothing against Little Caesars at all. Thank you for giving us pizza, but uh, yeah, not salt on the crust for me. Absolutely, we did have a uh, we did have a pick. Just a second ago. At number 20 to the uh, was Cam Whitmore finally off the board. Uh, projected like top 10 pick. Lottery at least falls all the way down to 20. Uh, apparently, as I've been reading around, uh, some of his medicals might have come back a little bit iffy. So that could have been uh, why he slid down the line here. Um I will say, okay, so uh, the Brooklyn Nets have their first of back-to-back picks going on right now, 21 and 22. Apparently, did you see the rumor with the Brooklyn Nets? They apparently turned down um, the number three pick for, what? yes, they turned down the number three pick uh, for, and Anthony Simons for Mikhail Bridges. So basically what turned out to be Scoot Henderson and Anthony Simons for Mikhail Bridges. That's um, tough. Hmm. Yes, yeah, so this was this was earlier, right? So this is before they knew that Scoot was going to make it to three, right? So this is before they knew that was happening. Uh, apparently, they uh, they turned that down. 
think it's just tough right now to say who wins that, you know. Mikel Bridges had a great, great year um, after that trade happened uh, in Phoenix. He really excelled in being uh, one of the guys. Um, him and uh, who am I thinking of? Uh, Cameron Johnson. Cameron Johnson. Yes, thank you. Um, both of them did really, really well. I know they got bounced uh, by Philly in the first round of the playoffs, but I, I think there's something there in Brooklyn. It just kind of depends on uh, – well, it doesn't really depend on. That's the way they want to go if they're not if they're not wanting to trade a, for Anthony and uh, what would eventually be Scoot Henderson. I, I like what they're doing in Brooklyn. I think, it, it, I think it's a, a lot of fresh, and I think I would have turned that down too at this point in time. I also think the uh, Brooklyn Bridges nickname is too good to uh, trade him away. Can't, yeah, can't get rid of him. I think that's why. Yeah, that's I, I really do think that's why. The double Bs can't go out of Brooklyn yet. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, man, yeah, no, that would have been tough to turn down for me, even if, like, because I mean, Brooklyn, I, I don't think they're winning anything soon, right? <laughs> right. I don't think they're winning anything. How soon, yeah. Um, I, and they really don't have very many picks. They, they don't have control of their own picks. Let's say that. They have uh, control of the Phoenix Suns picks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but they do not have control of their own picks. So tanking does them no good. So I get that. They need to kind of stay a little bit competitive. Um, so, I, I mean, yeah, I, I get it in in that respect, in that regard. Um, Brandon Rabar is hosting uh, a Twitter Spaces. Jerry, <laughs> if you're if you're there, Jerry, have you crashed the Twitter Space yet, or be asked to jump on? Like, what's going on there? I don't know, but like, he totally ditched me. I feel like I uh, <laughs> like I, I have my my prom dress. I have my prom dress on, and uh, my date left me. So I'm just like, here's stuff. But don't worry, the people at Ash Cigar are taking care of me. If you go to my Twitter, I did, did you guys see what's going on with me and Twitter right now? I did not. No, no. What's happening? No. Nope. Go ahead and go. Go ahead and t- seriously, all three of you guys. Hey Jerry, I just oh, see to- it a stogie. <laughs> <laughs> you finally succumbed, and it only took you twenty picks. Uh, I mean, when in Paris, what do you do? And that's right, go out with a Parisian chick. Uh, but uh, when you're at Ash Cigar Bar, you get a cigar. That's right, lit up. Uh, have my cigar rolling right now. And they made me my own specialty drink. Ooh. It's uh, the Spicy TV's Jerry, okay? And that just rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, agave, lime, serrano, cucumber, vodka. But <laughs> I'm just at the cucumber. Didn't do the vodka. Huh, I'm live on air. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> uh, and St. Germain's. And I'm telling you, if there was liquor in this thing, ain't no saint coming out of this thing. Uh, it is delicious. So uh, ask for it by name. And, I, you know, they, they said that uh, it's a one-night-only thing, the Spicy TV's Jerry. They're going to give it a different name. I'm trying to fight against it. You guys keep bugging me. I have to go on the air. But, uh, yeah, tonight only, the Spicy TV's Jerry. You like cucumber vodka? You big cucumber vodka? I'll go with you, Josh, because you seem like the biggest drinker out of the three of them. I know Matt likes his. Uh, <laughs> M- Matt likes his intoxication previously rolled. So, uh, no, I'm not a cucumber uh, vodka guy. I don't even know if I've had cucumber vodka. I'm just not much of a vodka guy. So, yeah, I'll pass on the uh, cucumber don't added like to the, the drink vodka. that I don't like. Yeah. Not me. Unbelievable, Jerry. I'm going to be absolutely good. I'm going to oh, be. Go I'm going to be honest. You're getting a little bit of a big head. You're getting drinks made after you <laughs> at Ashigar Lounge. But I just wanted to let you know that I'm. I saved lives today. I gave blood. Wow. So I'm O positive. I'm the universal blood type, which means everyone wants to be me, or at least 
have my blood, that is. Um, it's kind of like a Megan Fox, uh, Machine Gun <laughs> Kelly situation in that way. Uh, but let's just so, chill, let's chill out over there. No, no, no. So you, you, you gave blood. I gave blood. That is, I, and, and what I've heard, that's the first O that you've given uh, in quite some time. So. All right, touche. Drake's got, uh, all right. oh, Drake's got tiger's blood. Is basically what, I, what I'm hearing over there. Oh, we have a pick, by the well, way. Hit the music. <laughs> Brooklyn Nets select Noah Clowney out of Alabama. Big man uh, there. Kind of versatile big man. Was a freshman. Not eye-popping stats, right? Uh, almost 10 points a game. Uh, and almost eight rebounds a game there for uh, Alabama as a freshman, but a, a lot of potential, a lot, a lot of potential. Good project there uh, up in Brooklyn. Sorry, Jerry, you were you were saying? No, 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 no. I'm just saying what a great time to have it here at Ash Cigar Lounge. Open till midnight every single day except for Sunday. Just think of how much trouble you can get into every single day right here at Ash Cigar Lounge. Uh, such a great place to hang out. Morgan is very disappointed in you, Drake. Uh, very disappointed. For what? Giving blood? Uh, she, well, what, I mean, remember, she's only here in the conversation from my side. So, oh, well, that's uh, a bad Let's thing. just put it that way. Yeah, that is not good. <laughs> uh, but yeah, listen, all heroes don't wear capes, so thank you for giving blood. I can't because of the beatus. So uh, appreciate you doing <laughs> how, what I hey, cannot how, do. How are the numbers, by the way, today? Oh, numbers are doing great. Numbers okay. are absolutely doing great. Shout out to my doctors, my team of doctors at Integris. Uh, they allow me to drink the spicy TV's Jerry and smoke a cigar <laughs> on a Thursday night with the uh, numbers. And but, maybe um, go, get the, uh, go get some Lebanese food, too. Yes, maybe. Maybe I did. Uh, where the hell is Brandon? Uh, okay, did Brandon you hop on his faces? You need to crash the party, man. <laughs> did yeah, Brandon, like, it. leave the premises and then, like, leave, leave? Or he just left the, the like, section that you guys have? I don't know, because I'm tethered to the, the tie line, obviously. But, uh, you know, whenever the trade went down with, no kidding, guys. You want to see a guy in action. And we give Brandon a hard time. But as soon as that trade went down, like, his phone went off, like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like he was the most popular bachelor uh, in all the world. Like it was just choom, 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 choom. He had to take off then. And now, like you say, he's doing the spaces now. And uh, man, he is uh, having to explain why they went ahead and got Casey Wallace uh, for the Oklahoma City Thunder. And I'm telling you, to hear him talk about it, you kind of buy the Kool Aid, right? Uh, a defensive wizard. Uh, kid's going to be awesome. They really like him. He's a little undersized, but still. They don't have to worry about the size and the length with him. Whenever you got Giddy and Shea and uh, all these other guys that are on the floor, uh, you're going to teach him. He's going to be in the culture first. That's what the Thunder have said for a long time now. And uh, they're kind of putting their, uh, you know, they're putting what their money in their mouth is and going out and getting this kid. Plus the Bertans pick up. They have a ton of room under the cap. Uh, they can pay him the salary. They get the salary dump from Dallas. And while they're paying that salary, might as well use him as a, a guy that you can kick out and shoot her very much like the Mike Muscala mold. So um, you got you got to like what the Thunder have done. Sure, if you're a casual, you're going to have to explain a little bit to you. But honestly, uh, after really thinking it through, I mean, it, it's a positive move for the Oklahoma City Thunder. I mean, at the end of the day, this Thunder team won 40 games last year without, you know, a true big man. Uh, adding that big man back, getting another dog in Case and Wallace, and potentially adding an intriguing 
uh, big shooter in Bertons, uh, I you got to think there's nowhere but up after last year. Um, granted, everyone stays healthy. Um, love the picks for OKC tonight. More rolling in right now. Brooklyn's about to be choosing their second of back-to-back picks. Um, but the clowny pick's interesting because, you know, you got uh, – oh, gosh, Claxton yeah. uh, would be a really great pairing down there, which kind of X's out Leonard Miller. I saw Leonard Miller, um, if he was not moving up, pretty squarely in that early 20s range. So I'm actually really intrigued about this second of back-to-back picks for Brooklyn here. Me too. Yeah, they're also uh, taking the entire time. Sorry to stop you there. They are. Yeah. <laughs> they're taking all the way down to zero. They are. Uh, get that pick away from him. If they they couldn't get it in <laughs> in time, take it away. Take it away from him. And it's it's move, it's moving on to Portland. I say, what are the rules in NBA? I think I know. By the way, the can facts, I? But. Can go ahead. Go can, ahead. Jim. Can I shout out real quick? ESPN's ESPN's dedication to uh, diversity, uh, having <laughs> uh, Bobby Marks and Woj right next to each other. Uh, what a great day for nerdy white guys in uh, glasses with bonding. Uh, unbelievable! Like, hey, 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 Drake, hey, 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 hey. I'm just um, saying. Some, some of Jay us don't Bellis have that gorgeous, up there now too. That gorgeous lettuce that you have. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. But like I said, uh, what a great day for ESPN. Whenever they talk about, their, oh, here comes Adam Silver. Speaking of, so there you go. Hey, you're ahead. Be quiet. <laughs> oh man no i am uh i'm excited to see what spoiler alert adam silver <laughs> is walking <laughs> he's walking again <laughs> no, i'm excited to, to tell see... you it's in front of me i can tell no, you no, well i mean if yeah, you want to hit the music ahead, wait Jerry. hit the music it's another dookie folks Derek whitehead Derek. off the board uh <laughs> <laughs> Derek Quiet <laughs> off the board. Uh, gosh, I wish we had a guy that watched every single Duke game since like 1990. He's uh, the one to about him. Yeah, uh, unfortunately tell, for Derek Whitehead, it's it's Derek, not Derek. Derek. Yeah, it's it's Derek, not Derek Whitehead. Um, <laughs> he is extremely talented. He did spend most of the season hurt, so I, I will say that. I think that's the reason for uh, him falling. I, I don't think he makes it out of the lottery. Maybe not the top 10 if he plays the season healthy. Um, he actually played pretty well um, in their March Madness, their kind of short March Madness run. Um, but, man, yeah, shot like 43% from three whenever he was in. I I, I think that is a, a very good pick. If you're betting on, okay, if he can stay healthy, this is a pick at 22. I think that's incredibly, like, Low risk, high reward. Like, hey, we got a guy in Clowney who we can develop. We think we can develop, and then we got a guy, Derek Whitehead, that is probably top ten talent, uh, but just spent the year injured a little bit off and on. So, uh, incre- I'm I'm excited about that man. I I, I thought he was going to be like very very into the first round, but uh, shout out to him. Love that two Dukies gone. You'd love to see it. One of them almost to the Thunder, but nope. Yeah, he had a Thunder hat on. Yeah, he did. He had he a did. Thunder hat on. That is for sure. New background um, for Matt. Yeah, absolutely. Portland <laughs> uh, Portland uh, is on the clock now at 23 after drafting Scoot Henderson at three. Just absolute steal. What have been, what have been the big names, or not big names, just the names that uh, have gone super early? Obviously, we had Koulibaly. Yeah. That was the first big shot. I think Jet the Howard big is. Jet Howard is the big one for me. Jet Howard, I did not see him get below a 20 on all the mocks I've seen. Some as high as like the 28th or 29th pick. Um, so I'm very intrigued to see him. I had, didn't get to see much of him at Michigan. But uh, uh, Juwan Howard's son. 
So we'll see. Uh, we'll see how that stacks up. I'm very, I'm very excited. And Jaime says position or overall rank was 30. Got picked to 18. So a little early there, bit of a, not reach, but I saw Jaime go where he was actually picked uh, okay. in a couple ones. I know he was. I know some of them had higher, but um, the Jet Howard one was just. Yeah, Jonathan crazy. Jonathan Gavoni's last mock draft, he had Jaime Hawkins to the Heat, but yeah, he had Jet Howard going twenty to the Rockets, Jeez. and that was that was his last mock draft today. So, like, I mean, he's kind of nailed it a little bit. I mean, shout out to Gavoni, he knows what he's doing. Obviously, he's, he had from sixteen, he nailed sixteen. Keontae George, Jalen Hood, Shafino seventeen, Jaime Hawkins eighteen, Brandon Pajemski nineteen. Like to nail those nailed, picks, yeah, yeah, he nailed that's, it. That's wild. Absolutely nailed it. Uh, he a little bit, a little bit wrong when it came down to the, the uh, early parts. Um, but I think a lot of people were really. I think a lot of people were kind of wrong. Uh, nailed the nailed the top five. Uh, nailed Anthony Anthony Black to the the Magic. Got Jarris Walker to the Pacers. He had Cam Whitmore going to the Wizards. So like Cam Whitmore, obviously that was the biggest uh, faller in the draft so far. Uh, it was projected at eight. Uh, gets picked twentieth to the Houston Rockets. So, with the Thompson twins getting getting picked fourth and fifth, is there another brother duo top five picked? Surely not, right? I mean, that's ridiculous. Like the, the Morris Jackson, twins, did... the Morris twins come to mind, but yeah. they, I mean, okay, Josh right, you know. Jackson? Did he have a brother? Am I going crazy? Jaron Jackson? Are they Josh Jackson? No, no, no. Kansas and oh, I don't know. Harvey Harvey and Horace Grant. Yeah, went probably, pretty high. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Both of those guys. Am I going and crazy? that's because you know, thank you thanks for asking grandpa over here. <laughs> we're about to we're about to send it to you. Is there someone that you know, did Larry Bird have a brother? Did he have his Scott, you know, right? <laughs> Larry Bird scored uh, thirty thousand points or whatever and And if you if yeah. you know anything if you know anything about the NBA in the fifties, I'm sure the Skaniski brothers <laughs> uh, who were both plumbers uh, and insurance salesmen, I'm sure both of those played incredibly well for the Knicks. Right. <laughs> Oh man, did you have any like like Dan Issel, uh, you know, from the Kentucky Colonels? Right, that's my only like ABA knowledge right there. Uh, coming out, did the he have ABA a did knowledge. he have a, a a brother at all? I don't know. Uh, we will see. But although Wayman Tisdale, Wayman Tisdale's brother was uh, a year older, and uh, he was. Uh, uh, he he was recruited by Oklahoma and Billy Tubbs, uh, and I say Wayman Tisdale's brother, obviously because you know. He was recruited because of Wayman Tisdale, so. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> that should tell you everything. That makes sense. The pick is in for the Portland Trailblazers. All right. 23 overall. They select Chris Murray, third-team All-American from Iowa and brother of Keegan Murray. Who had himself a year this year down in Sacramento. Had himself an absolute year. Uh, do not think that he is... As good as Keegan Murray is, I will say that. But, yeah. uh, you know, I, I mean, third-team All-American, nothing to... Uh, Green D, that's exactly yeah. what I was about to say. Yeah, that's, nothing that's to... Uh, does. Yeah, no slouch at all. Average 20 a game last year uh, at Iowa, so... Very you know, great defender as well. Absolutely. Um, just all around. So, I really like I really like that pick uh, for Portland. This is I'm sure the Kings are hating... Life right That's now because the Kings ask. have the next pick. Yeah, the yeah. Kings have the next pick. They're like <laughs> They're we could have had him, Keegan right? and Chris Murray. Now I'm trying to think of who the Kings pick because God, that was probably the story of the year this year, right? In the NBA, just the rise of the Kings and how long it had been since they've been relevant since what the early 2000s, mid 2000s. But God, Leonard Miller, a, a, a name that had risen 
uh, on some draft boards. Some really liked him for the Thunder. Um, I wonder if he's going to be able to sneak into this first round or if he gets relegated. It'll be interesting to see. Um, I'm trying to think of what the Kings really need. I was going to say the best available right now, Nick Smith Jr., Arkansas, Ryan Rupert, France, Bryce Sensabaugh, Ohio State, any of those guys? Not really. Um, I Maybe more scoring off the bench would be nice for the Kings. I'm trying yeah, to think I, right I really do think that they were probably going to draft Chris Murray, like, to be yeah. honest with yeah. you. Uh, I definitely think they're about to they're about to draft him. I, I think yeah, more more bench scoring, something like that. If they want to go in a Leonard Miller route or something like that, um, I could see that. Bryce Sinsbaugh is a guy is is a big body dude. I think he weighs like two forty two forty five somewhere around there, like six six. Um, but can but can shoot a little bit, especially from mid range. Yeah. Um, so guy out of Ohio State, I, I think shot forty one percent from three. Right, and so I th- I think that could be. Uh, a guy, maybe if you want to, you know, get a bigger body guy too. I, I'm not really sure what the King. I didn't watch enough Kings games to know what they really needed, but uh, right. more scoring off the bench can definitely help. Especially Best available, the uh, yeah, he exactly. is on Billis's board as well with uh, Nick Smith Jr. Uh, coming in in second. Jerry, you alive over there? I'm not here. Oh, the we have a trade, by the way. You, this is why I had you guys in studio because I know you guys were going to do such a great job. Um, I just saw. Brandon Rebar in the, uh, the okay okay so at first he ignored me but now he he made eye contact he doesn't have a choice uh, <laughs> Brandon Rebar back um, hey way to go to uh, Twitter Spaces was out of out of sight in my defense I did tell you that I would have to like be a little bit distracted by by some some thing like my my first commitment is is to you sure. And to the to the Ash Cigar Lounge, Brandon. You don't have to apologize to him. He thinks he's the second coming. Uh, it's okay. He it, it, okay, heard this you. thing I from because I really didn't want to. I didn't really want to. And then, then Brandon doesn't know about the Spicy Stevie's Jerry. I, I, I missed like the last like twenty minutes. I have no idea what's happening. They whipped it up. This is the Spicy Stevie's Jerry, and uh, yes, this was made specifically for me. Uh, you got some cucumber vodka, vodka. Uh, Agave lime serranos in this thing, so it's it's a big boy drink. Nice. So I'd, I'd work my way up to. Uh, real quick, Matt, if you don't mind, I, I'm going to ask uh, Brendan a question. In your spaces, <laughs> and all those uh, those are truly like thunder nerds. Uh, they really are. So what was the what was the overall que- like? What were they all like? What the hell's going on, Brendan? What was the overall question? No, I mean one of the big questions was why another guard. Which I get it. I've seen that on Twitter a lot, and and in that spaces, that was one of the questions. Here's why. Hold on, really quick. I'm going to interrupt him because I know you guys uh, here in a second. We got another pick. So, Josh, do you want to hit up hit the music? Yep. <laughs> that was lovely. Uh, we got Olivier Maxson's Prosper out of Marquette going uh, to the Sacramento Kings, uh, but. Uh, Woj just tweeted that this pick is going uh, to Dallas. The Kings are trading Rashawn Holmes. (laughs) The Kings are trading Rashawn Holmes and this number 24 pick to the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, And I believe that was made possible through uh, the, I think it's going to be in the Oklahoma City trade um, that they made with Casey Wallace, Derek Lively. It's going to be traded. Holmes will be traded into the traded player exception created with the OKC trade. Really quick, I'm reading this. He speaks French, English, Spanish, and uh, Creole, which is really going to work out in Dallas. 
Texas. We all know the the uh, the the mega you know, diversity that's in Dallas, Texas. All right. Anyway, I'm I'm so sorry, Brandon. Go ahead. Uh, the uh, question, the more questions about why another guard in Oklahoma City. Yes. Yeah, so here's why. It's one, he was the best player available. Um, I think that he was obviously the the Thunder's highest rated player. He was my highest rated player at that point in the draft. Um, he's a two-way player, and yeah, he's only 6'3", but he's got a 6'9 wingspan. You can never have enough ball handlers and creators on your team. So now you can stack, you, you know, you can put two of SGA, Giddy, um, J-Dub, and Casey Wallace on the floor at all times, and you got two guys who can handle the ball and create for others. It's a huge weapon to have four guys like that who are basically lead ball handlers um and he's he's a two-way player i just keep going back to that those are so important to have once you're you know in the playoffs and here's the last thing i'll say sga is six six with a seven foot wingspan giddy's six eight six nine jadev six six with a seven two wingspan so these aren't your typical guards so you can afford to get a guy who's the typical guard size to play around these other guys who can play other positions he was going to say positions. I was listening. Period. He was going to say positions. Yeah. We'll, we'll check back with them. <laughs> I really I really wanted to ask him what if it was more positive or more negative because Todd and Eddie love to talk about the positivity of NBA Twitter and how it's just the best right. the best Twitter sphere, the best uh, Twitter group ever. Um, but I'm going to be honest. I'm on a lot of social media, um, even Reddit, like Thunder Reddit, which Reddit can just be the lowest of lows. If you think you've seen the worst, like Twitter can be, double that with Reddit. Oklahoma City, like social media presence, um, fans on social media, they're they're kinda they're kinda they're ball heads. Like they kinda get it. Like there's not like a bunch of dudes that are just like throwing crap around just for like clout or clicks you know what i'm saying it's it's a bunch of guys that actually want what's best for their city um for the thunder sorry brandon the uh the tie line cut you off there a, a little bit go right ahead i was saying uh, first of all i was i'm not brandon uh but i was saying that sam presti loves wingspan like i love fa so you talk about guys on the roster now that are just uh, what they're versatile, right? And you can stick them out there defensively, and you're already going to be above average in defense just because of the wingspan. But uh, Burton, what was the last thing that you heard Brandon say? So I can finish this off. Brandon said positions. Period. Maybe two way. You two-way heard players at positions. <laughs> He's a two-way player. Oh, yeah, so we didn't get into – okay, so basically the other the other point I was trying to make was SGA is 6'6 six, six with a 7-foot wingspan. Josh Giddy is 6'8", six, 6'9". Six, J-Dub is 6'6 six, six with a 7'2 wingspan. So you can kind of afford to take on a guard that has a typical guard size in case of Wallace at 6'4". Six, six, because these other guys can play up and down the lineup, like one through four. And so all of a sudden you put four ball handlers and creators out there who can play make for others – with the ball around, drive it to the rim, and then you put Chet Hungren out there with him. Um, just a lot of weapons. You can play small ball, and you can afford to do it with that many weapons on offense. And then you have two defensive stoppers and Wallace at the two or the one, and then Chet Hungren at the at the five. It's it can be. There's a lot of creative lineups you can come up with if you're Mark Dagnall by adding Casey Wallace. Um. 
guy, there's a, I, I know the pick isn't technically in, but there's a ton going on with this with this specific pick. Uh, if you look up at the screen, the Memphis Grizzlies are drafting, but it says proposed trade to Boston, right? So this yes. is Boston's pick. Uh, Boston is trading this pick okay. to uh, <laughs> to Jerry's Detroit Pistons are, are coming back into the uh, first round. Um, so this pick has been traded twice. Uh, it is not Memphis. It is not Boston. It is the Detroit Pistons making this pick right now. Uh, I have the pick, but I'm not going to spoil it uh, for anyone. But it's a kind of surprising one. Uh, it is a little bit, but uh, we can get into that here in right. just a second. Uh, guys, where are we at tonight? Are we having fun? I mean, we were until you won't spoil the Detroit pick. Thanks. Uh, we are at Ashes. You'll see it before us. Lounge. Just <laughs> just hanging out, having a great time. I don't know if they're sick of us yet, uh, but they seem to be nice. Uh, Morgan from Blanchard uh, America, which uh, just puts out quality people. If you didn't hear, uh, Drake is just handing out O's left and right. Uh, go see him. But Ashigar Lounge here at 712 North Broadway Avenue. Uh, they have specialty drinks, uh, the $5 standard well drinks and house wines. Just come here and chill out. This is a perfect place for a date. And let me, guys, let me tell you something. If your date, if your lady friend doesn't smoke cigars, I mean, there's still time to get out. Like, uh, you can. Mrs. Ramsey doesn't smoke cigars. I didn't know that 20 years ago. If I did, who knows? Anyway. Get out here, find out, put your lady to the test, and uh, have a great time. Uh, Morgan's still here. She's going to serve you up. Uh, Summer's done a fantastic job. Uh, yeah, it is summer. That's her name, and it is summertime, but she's summer all year long. Get out here to Ash Cigar Lounge on Broadway. More NBA draft coverage coming right up on 107.7 The Franchise. One zero seven seven, the franchise. Matt Burton, Drake Vitito, Josh Condit, Jerry Ramsey, and Brandon Rabar out at Ash Cigar Lounge. Thunder end up making a trade, not one that uh, you know that we all thought really. They they did trade up to get Casey Wallace, excuse me, and uh, added Dave, uh, Davis Bertans, uh, excuse me, just a, a three point sniper. Uh, to add with Isaiah Joe and size too. I mean, he is tall too. Like, he is he is like six eight, six nine. Like Davis Bertans is a tall, uh, a tall guy too. So, yeah, just uh, Nick Crane. I think called him the next uh, Thunder reclamation project. Uh, I I actually I really like the fit. I think he's going to get some open shots uh, in this uh, offense for sure. Uh, Indiana is on the clock right now. Sorry, the the pick was in for the Grizzlies, Celtics, and now Pistons. Uh, Marcus Sasser, point guard out of Houston. Jerry, uh, another Houston Cougar. Uh, he will be up to the Detroit Pistons. A little heart hustle, hardwood, Kelvin Sampson action coming to, coming to the Detroit Pistons. Could you imagine two first-round picks at the University of Oklahoma whenever Kelvin was here? <laughs> Goodness gracious. Like, uh, you want to talk about a missed opportunity, but uh, I am pumped. If Sasser, Sasser a short king, kind of like myself, uh, what measures out about 6'2", 
And um, if you had a couple more inches on him, uh, my man would have definitely been top 15, if not top 10. I mean, just a, a, a really good shooter, a good defender. And, um, I mean, start looking at the Presti prints all around the NBA, uh, what's going on in Washington. And now Troy Weaver takes a guy, defensive-minded, who probably is going to come in and, uh, you know, take some minutes, uh, the, the minutes that Jay, uh, Jaden Ivey doesn't need. And uh, you're really not going to, you know, hopefully not going to lose much whenever you got a guy that can shoot like him and plays defense. Uh, they've been going with uh, Curtis Joseph. And if you're a San Antonio fan or an NBA fan, you know that he's serviceable. But the upside for Sasser is absolutely tremendous. And at 25, I'll take it every day of the week. Uh, I believe you're talking about uh, Corey Joseph, but that's okay. That's okay. Um, you know, it's Kojo. What did I say? Yeah. I said Kojo. You said Chris. <laughs> you said Chris. Chris Joseph. But that's okay. Oh. Uh, we did have another pick, sorry, Ooh, I while we were there. I said that there was no vodka in this thing. <laughs> the nicotine, the it's, nicotine just it's just cucumber <laughs> juice. It's just cucumber juice. For sure, the Indiana Pacers select Ben Shepard from Belmont. Now, is Brandon Rabar still there? Brandon? Okay. Brandon? kind of done talking to you guys but okay that you know, makes Brandon, sense Brandon, that makes i want sense. to talk to you again no 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 it's it's fine here he is he's putting a, uh, stop rolling your eyes i mean Matt Brandon's a nice guy no, seriously it's, it's uh, anyway yeah brandon's ready for you uh, brandon um ben shepherd please tell me about him because he's out of belmont and if i know anything about belmont he better be able to shoot the rock he can shoot the rock Yes, yes, he can. Yeah, that's that's kind of his thing. Uh, he's been a guy that's kind of been rising up draft boards as well uh, lately. He was kind of projected to go in the the middle second round. Obviously, there's been some heat and buzz about him, so so not surprised to see him climb up into the uh, late first round here. All right, Brandon. I'm I have, sorry. I have I'm a sorry. question really quick. Nope, hold on. I have a question really quick. Is Chloe still around, you guys? Uh, she's AFK right now. I'm sure she'll be back here in maybe a few minutes. I'm not sure. Okay. Well, she I think what she's doing day. is she's searching for a graphic. But, uh, she's searching for a graphic because uh, I'm not quite sure. <laughs> that was somebody that she had prepared. Right. <laughs> we need need to scramble that one together. Absolutely. Uh, the pick is in, by the way. Charlotte Hornets at 27. Hit the music. Nick Smith Jr. out of Arkansas is going to play for the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, Nick Smith Jr., a guy that, I mean, before the year was a top five pick, like yep. a, a pretty uh, consistently a top five pick. Um, but man, he had battled some injuries this year at Arkansas, and it was kind of like Anthony Black kind of stepped into that role of their yeah. point guard facilitator, and everyone was like, okay, wait, who's Anthony Black? Like, this guy is the, the real star here. Um, so shout out to Nick Smith Jr. going to the Charlotte Hornets, man. Definitely slipped a little bit. Um, his offensive game is really good, though. He's a great ball handler. Um, again, has a really good floater that I think is going to translate really well in the league. Um, underrated interior scorer, and he can pull up. I think I think the big question for him is um, he was a volume shooter. Um, can you keep that consistency at the next level? But regardless, I, I really do like this pick for Charlotte. Jerry, is uh, is Brandon still there? 
<laughs> yeah, yes, Brandon's still here. <laughs> We're going to go to Jerry to ask him if Brandon's here. Right, well, I, I know, I know, he's a busy guy. You know, he, he's a busy guy. You, uh, you know, you're enjoying some. Can I, can uh, I just chicken? say out loud that I, I that, that the chicken shawarma? Yeah. Uh, can I just say out loud that that I like Nick Smith Jr. at this, and without the injuries, he would have gone higher. Right, I mean, Brandon, is that all it is? Because I mean, he was like a top five guy. Nice evaluation, Jerry. Yeah, not Jerry. Think, yeah, not Jerry. Uh, anyone but Jerry that's over there with the headset. Yeah, no, it, that, that's basically what. It, you know, his numbers ended up being pretty bad, or at least I should say disappointing. You know, considering where he started the season, preseason, he was supposed to be a top five guy, and he just he he had the injuries. Of course, that's an issue, and then he played through some injuries. And we saw this with Casey Wallace too. Casey Wallace actually, uh, once he came back from injuries, his his numbers suffered, and that happens. I think that Nick Smith Jr. at this point in the draft is a steal because he it's like AJ Griffin last year. We saw last year he he was hyped up to be a top ten guy. He fell due to injuries and ended up playing really really well his rookie season. If Nick Smith Jr. of course there's stories on the other side of that as well that don't turn out as well, but if Nick Smith Jr. Gets back to his pre-injury athleticism and, and ability. I think this could be a steal here, but but he is undersized, and when you combine the injuries, his size, and the disappointing numbers, I could see the fall. But I'm surprised he fell all the way to this point. I like it. I like it. I, I have already seen this next pick for the Utah Jazz, so uh, yeah, we'll wait. We will wait, as as per usual. Can I just can I just throw something in real quick? Yes. How, how is that any different than what I said? I, I literally just said the same thing. Said, maybe, maybe Brandon was a little more eloquent with it, but I, I literally said the same thing. Well, the the Brandon, people, paying, the people are paying to, to see uh, Brandon, to hear Brandon. Talk. And also, Brandon knows the names of the players. <laughs> I love the uh, Twitch Guys, chat. I, right I haven't now. seen oh, sorry, Brandon. Go ahead. Go ahead, Brandon. No, I, was just, I haven't seen you guys since the uh, Thunder season ended. You want to know what I've been doing since the Thunder season ended? You, you've been hooping. All these dudes. That was, well, that and the hooping. And I've been hooping and studying these dudes, and Jerry has been doing neither. So. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I asked for Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> The people are here to, to listen to Brandon Robar, and don't let don't let TV's Jerry confuse you, right? Don't let him confuse you about that. Uh, but Jerry, overall feelings Brent, you uh, for you? Up. For well, I'm sorry, I was going to say for I'm the Ash Cigar Bar. Yeah. <laughs> that's my that's my overall feeling, Matt. Thank you so much. I'm at Ash Cigar Bar, hanging out, seven twelve North Broadway Avenue. No, please continue with your little show. I'll just sit here and smoke my cigar. No, I was going to ask you a legitimate question, Cherry. Uh, your your overall view of you get Azar Thompson and you get Marcus Sasser adding to that uh, that backcourt up there uh, for your Detroit Pistons. How are we feeling? I love it. Okay. Thank you very much. I think the, I, I think, think next he pick fell. is in. I think he fell. Okay, the pick is in. Hit the music. The Utah Jazz at 28. Select Bryce Sensabaugh from Ohio State. Uh, man, I, I, it's easy to say the team with three first-round picks is doing a really good job, right? It's easy to say that, but, I mean, between Keontae George and Bryce Sensabaugh, those are two 
really high level scores, and then a guy with like Taylor Hendricks. I mean, to add to that front court with Walker Kessler and Laurie Markinen, like I, I mean, uh, they've they've kind of killed that this draft. Yeah, I mean, I mean, especially with Sensabaugh, um, ball handling at a high level. He's a pull up guy. He shot forty one percent from three. I mean that that that'll get it done if he can continue those numbers. Uh, with the Jazz in the NBA, he's going to find playing time no matter what. Um, but it's it's really his catch and shoot, shoot stuff that makes it's a quick release. Um, he gets it off fast, and that's what probably has made him uh, a first round selection. But I'm excited, man. The Jazz has ha- have had a sneaky good um, draft, and so have the Pacers. I I like Kulabali with the Pacers. I know it. I know at the time uh, of the pick. Might have not been the craziest thing ever. Wait, Koulibaly didn't go to the Pacers. No, Wizards. Wizards. Um, Jairus Walker. Jairus Walker. Pacers. Sorry. Uh, apologies. Jairus Walker to the Pacers. Uh, I, I like it. I no, think that's it's fine, Drake. We'll, ta- we'll make sure that it's okay. Sorry. Sorry. At least I said his yeah, name right. We all, we all make mistakes, Drake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I gave blood today, so it's okay. Jerry, Jerry didn't answer my, my question. You didn't answer my question. How are we feeling as a Pistons fan? Uh, okay, how are we feeling as a business fan? Yes. Yeah, man, it sucks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, it sucks. There it is. <laughs> like, I, I don't, what, what are we doing here? Like, if they win a playoff game, if they start getting the playoff consistently, maybe I'll change my mind. But, look, you love that, uh, you know, you get the number one pick in Kate Cunningham a couple of years ago. You don't love that he misses damn near the whole season. You don't love that you tank to try to get in the Wimbanyana sweepstakes and you end up with five. But, hey, you go get a couple of picks. You go try it again. I love that Troy Weaver has the uh, the, the thunder pieces to him, and he's going to build some stuff. But, no, I mean, in real time, uh, Matt Burton, it still sucks. Thank you, though. <laughs> hey, at least you got Monty think... Williams. True. Do you see how much we had to pay for Monty Williams? <laughs> well, well, if that's Which your guy, do you want to do you want to win? Well, my, my wife looks fantastic in this dress I bought, but do you know how much it dress cost? <laughs> like, uh, I wish that she would look as good in maybe some ten dollars sweats I got her. Well, so great, we got Monty Williams, but uh, it is what it is. I mean, let's make him uh, earn his pay and uh, get that going. But uh, yeah, I'd like yeah, to see. I, I, I mean, I'd like to see Kate Cunningham play a full season first. Me too. Me too. <laughs> so we'll see there. We got the uh, second best Thompson twin, and that's that's cool. <laughs> Uh, but uh, we'll, we'll go from there. We'll see what happens. And look at it this way. You got the Thompson twin that can shoot a l- at least a little bit. Yeah, it doesn't look awful. Yeah, did we? Are they going to do that thing that twins do that they're going like, to trade their, you know, trade their lives for a day? You know, twins are <laughs> creepy like that. Like, they'll switch up on you and, like, do weird stuff like that. So, I don't know. And then, too, uh, the last pair of twins that I really am familiar with, uh, was it the Morris twins from Kansas? Yep. Hmm. It is what it is, right? I mean, Marcus, Marcus has had a fine career. He'll be finding greener. Well, not greener. He'll be finding other pastures with the Wizards. Yeah, he'll be in a pasture. Yeah, no. He'll be in a so, pasture. He'll be in a pasture for sure. <laughs> um, but no, Jerry, I think, I mean, Azar Thompson, Kate Cunningham, Jaden Ivey. I, I think that's a solid core going forward, man. And they have like a million, they have a million centers. No. Remember how cocky I was whenever they got Jaden Ivey? Uh, yeah. I don't feel that cocky anymore, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> oh, man. I love it. Jerry, we haven't really asked you about uh, 
I would say like the the Davis Bertans fit with with Oklahoma City. Uh, people are going to say that that was kind of a throw in like salary dump, but I mean, I I, th- I think he can actually play and fit in pretty well with the Thunder. I mean, we've already seen the mold with the Oklahoma City Thunder. How they're going to use a guy like that? It's going to be like Mike Muscala. We'll see what kind of minutes he can uh, contribute. Uh, how defensively is he going to do? I mean, with Dallas, uh, it was defense optional. Uh, we'll see if he can actually get on the floor. We know he's a hell of a shooter, uh, and that is, uh, you know, you, you pay for shooting in the NBA. So that is a plus. So whenever you come, you know, with a throw-in, you want to come with a throw-in, the guy that is going to uh, potentially shoot uh, over 40% from uh, three-point range. And my guy has a chance to do that. So got to spend the uh, the salary cap money that you cleared up off the books somehow. Why not go ahead and throw a couple of bucks and make that happen, get the guy that you want it with the uh, with the rookie, and then, uh, like I said, have a guy that uh, either can you know earn his way to some pretty good minutes on the floor, or if it doesn't work out, you got plenty of other depth at that position to, to make things happen. I love it. Hit the music. With the 29th pick, the Indiana Pacers select Julian Strother from Gonzaga. That pick is going to... The Denver Nuggets, the world champion Denver Nuggets, uh, bolster their shoot their outside shooting. I mean, talked about uh, how good of a shooter uh, Jordan Hawkins was. Grady Dick, like uh, Julian Strother, might be right up there with him. Man, he is a ton of fun to watch. Great off uh, catch and shoot threes. Shot forty one percent from three. Um, the big question surrounding Denver though is, what's Bruce Brown going to do? You know, um, is he going to return? Is he going to part ways and go somewhere and uh, find greener pastures with another find a pasture with another team? But uh, I like I like the Julian Strother pick. Listen, if you can add shooting off the bench and more depth than than uh, the Nuggets have, then that's a win. Uh, Chris, I believe one of the things we've talked about in the morning show uh, during that Nuggets run in the playoffs was they were only playing like seven dudes. Yeah. Um, which was fine. It worked just fine. I mean, it, the guys that got spotty minutes were Christian Brown and um, Jeff Green here and there. But I think Julian Strother definitely can uh, can find some playing time with this Nuggets team, even if uh, Bruce Brown stays. Absolutely. Fellas, we are down to our final pick in the first round. The Los Angeles Clippers have picked 30. And uh, then that will be it for us after they make that pick, man. Uh, just, uh, again, like, it, this has been awesome uh, getting back uh, with you guys here. Uh, it's been way too long, way, way too long. Uh, Josh, haven't seen you in a while. Always good to see you, talk with you. Uh, Drake, haven't seen you in a, in forever because you're actually busy. Like, <laughs> yeah. unlike, unlike Josh and I. Yeah, yeah. Unlike well, Josh and I, you got a big boy job. I was actually halfway worried I wasn't able... I wasn't able going to uh, to make it tonight. Uh, today ended up being like kind of hectic, but I'm glad I'm glad I was able to see get back together with the old tribe. So um, you'll be seeing plenty of us here in a couple of months, especially with summer league kicking off and stuff. I'm sure we'll be doing some special things, uh, maybe some emergency shows uh, late at night with uh, with uh, the summer league coming around next month. But it was good to be here, guys. I'm I'm glad. This is my first draft, technically, uh, and it couldn't have gone off any better. Uh, shout out Little Caesars, by the way, for the pretzel bread. Yes. That was uh, that was special. That was a special concoction. Shout out to Little Caesars. I don't know how many trades we're up to. The trade, the first round trades 
we're at eight and a half. I don't know how many. Wow, I feel like it's close to that. It might be just trades under. we're at. I took under. I don't know under? what we are at though. Like that. I don't know. We just got like. Yeah, there was two. three back to back. Two. Oh, yeah, two. I think we might be over eight. Actually, I don't know because I think was, was the first one OKC. I think so. I think what? or no, it you was the Pacers and Wizards. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's Pacers, right. Pacers, Wizards. Wizards. Okay, so you know we've we've it had be close. We've had quite a bit. I, I was sweating the under. I, I took under, but I was going to sweat it out. Um, I also took under. The pick is in for the Clippers. No, not, don't hit the music yet. But the it's just the graphic went up. The, the pick was in. We got a Twitch chat from K Nelio. Just tuned in. Hope you guys are doing great. Canelio. I Shout out, Canelio. Appreciate What's you. Up? Appreciate you. Uh, hope to Real see quick. some K State Wildcats drafted. My night is over, and I know, Brandon, you've had a long day, and your night's over, correct? Yes, sir. That, that, that was fun. Oh, well, no, no, I, I, that's it? You're going to go home from here? <laughs> oh, oh, my night. I thought you meant my night here. No, I'm actually going to head off to uh, the Sam Pressy <laughs> press conference, which will probably start at, like, 2 a.m. Nice. Because, <laughs> you know, we still have a whole second round to go to. The Thunder have pick 50. Who knows if they'll get another pick? They might buy into it. Uh, Leonard Miller's still out there, so who knows? Uh, and then, you know, I'm sure there's going to be some calls made after the draft. So I'm just going to camp out <laughs> over at uh, Sam Presti's house. Office. And office. I just want to tell you that, uh, you know, old-timer myself, uh, the night that Lou Dort was picked up as a uh, undrafted free agent, Oh, it, it went so smoothly. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't that bad at all. I think we were out of there one thirty, two o'clock, whatever. But looking forward to seeing uh, your tweets whenever I'm uh, laying in bed at home <laughs> in the morning. Yeah, when you wake up in the morning, you'll see them. Yeah. <laughs> I think the pick is in, right? Uh, no, we have not seen Adam Silver. You're ahead of us. You're ahead of us. We've not ah. seen Adam Silver uh, just yet. Jerry, do you want to break the He's news? There he is now. Go there ahead. he is. Hit he it. is out there. Hit the music. The second Kobe picked in the first round is Kobe Brown from Missouri. Uh, he is going to your Los Angeles Clippers. Uh, obviously, years and years after Kobe threatened to go from the Lakers to the Clippers, the Clippers finally get a Kobe, uh, Kobe Brown from Missouri. Guys, one more time before we get out of here. Where have you been all night, man? Oh, my gosh. What a night that we had. This is one for the ages. Uh, I mean, we didn't get shirtless, but we damn near got that way. Uh, we are here hanging out at Ash Cigar Lounge. Oh, don't worry. Me and Summer are going to concoct some crazy stuff that we're going to do throughout the year. We've already come up with crazy plans. 712 North Broadway Avenue. Remember, they're open till midnight. Get out here. Veterans, first responders, and teachers, you get discounts. Star Wars, three, uh, Star Wars themed cocktails the annie's revenge is up on the screen right now uh morgan uh despite knowing drake you did a great job i like you not the biggest fan of drake uh and then and uh, like i said uh one dollar off seasonal cocktails and beers five dollars standard well drinks what an awesome place to hang out ash cigar lounge on broadway gentlemen you guys did a great job and i would love to talk to you afterwards but i'm not going to uh, i'm going to pack up and go home uh, i i think that's a good idea i think that's a good idea appreciate you guys thank you guys so much shout out to ash cigar lounge i think they're gone okay Shout out to Jerry and Brandon. Shout out to Jerry and Brandon. Appreciate you guys. Uh, I'm going to be cutting all this up. So if you missed any of this, 
and uh, and you want to listen to it again, OKC82 uh, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever it will be there, you'll get our live reactions uh, to the Thunder trading up to get Casey Wallace and getting Davis Bertans as well. But uh, for myself, for Drake Vitito, for Josh Conant, uh, for Alex, for Chloe, for Aubin, this has been NBA Draft Coverage on 107.7 The Franchise. I'm